All right, welcome, welcome. Share this out, share this out, share this out. It's Friday night, right? Welcome, everybody, share this out. Today is Good Friday for those of you who are happen to be, oh, I have my glasses still on there. I don't need those unless I'm reading something, right? <laughs> Today happens to be Good Friday if you're a Christian or a Catholic, right? This Sunday is is uh, the day of the resurrection of the dead healer. I'm a recovering Catholic, recovering Christian, right? For some reason, I typed in the chat over here, and it's only going to Facebook. I'm not quite sure why. So if you guys are there on uh, are not going to Facebook, it's only going to YouTube that I can see. I don't know why. I'm on, I'm on live on two channels on Facebook, and it's not showing that here. Maybe it's because I went to my Facebook channel, and I went to the page of, um, instead of going to Orion Rising, I'll have to share that over there, right? So before I do that, um, I'll, I'll fix that. So if you guys are trying to talk in the chat and I don't see it, that's why. It's because for some reason, when it's shared to pages, <clears throat> it doesn't want to... Um, doesn't want to uh, let the chat in. I'm not sure. But I mean, I'm sorry. When it's groups, uh, but if when it's a page, it's fine. So I'll I'll start a, a watch uh, group over there, and then the, all the chat should hopefully uh, come into here. Uh, but that's weird that it does that. Anyways, so uh, for those of you who uh, are on Facebook, you'll be happy to know I have an announcement. Some of you who know me already know that I have uh, an announcement to make because I already posted it earlier today. Right? Today was when we were able to go public with an exclusive that we have uh, coming up and let me put up the let me put up the the uh, um, photo here where is it here it's in the overlay here it is there we go we have Andrew Collins that is going to be on ancient aliens worldwide an exclusive I don't know if you guys know I'm the creator and owner of ancient aliens worldwide the the largest ufo alien group on the planet on facebook we have almost three hundred thousand members every time we get close facebook doesn't like us uh wanting to get uh, over three hundred thousand members for the last three years we have been hitting that plateau and then facebook deletes 20 or thirty thousand of our members and says oh those were inactive uh, accounts uh but that seems to happen every time we creep up we're over we're at 380 or 280,000 members right now getting close. So it's about time for them to delete 10 or 15,000 of our members. So if you get deleted out of our group, we didn't do it unless you did something wrong and you know that. And those people who know that, you guys know who you are. But coming up, you can see it on the screen, right? Wait, wait, yeah, right there on the screen. <laughs> those of you who are on the MP3 broadcast, you can't see that Friday, May 13th, 2022. Uh, in the group, Ancient Aliens Worldwide Only, there's going to be a two-hour conversation, at least two hours, with Andrew Collins. He has his new book, Out Origins of the Gods. And he he has uh, um, given us an exclusive video that we're going to be live talking to him, asking questions. But you have to be a member of the group. It's a private group. So I will link you. In fact, uh, let me do that right now for those of you who are in the chat. Um, I'll link you the link to get to. This should take you there. If not, uh, if that doesn't work, um, like I said, it might not be going out to the Facebook uh, channels, which is odd. Uh, let me get the other uh, link here that'll take you to the group itself, um, not to the the, the uh, events calendar. So this will get you to Ancient Aliens Worldwide, the group, uh, and then you can then um, join the group from there 
and then uh, once you do that, then you can, if that works, hopefully that does work. Uh, then you, if not, go to Ancient Aliens Worldwide. Look for that on uh, on uh, uh, Facebook. Let me put up the, um, I think I have, I do here someplace. Let me look. Um, I don't have the overlay up over here, but I do have the little picture. If you look up in the top right hand side of the screen um, over there, up at the top, you can see that's the actual picture you can see the giza plateau with the pyramids and it says ancient aliens worldwide and it's a picture of a scene of the desert in the daytime uh and that is where you will you'll see the background so you know that that's the group ancient aliens worldwide that i'm talking about but it'll be like i said it's almost 300,000 members so you'll figure that out when you get there so you can see here also the reason i'm leaving this up uh you can see that his books one of his books is going to be released on that day. So that's why we're doing it on Friday the 13th, May Friday the 13th. That book that you see on the screen, you can pre-order, but you but it does not go out to the world until that day. So that's the release date of his book, and we're going to have him on. But also, if you look down at the bottom, it says, Attention! Attenzione! Attention! This interview will only be broadcast live on Ancient Aliens Worldwide. There are three giveaway books that we will be doing. We will be giving away three copies of his brand new book free for, we're going to have a, a contest, um, probably three separate contests. And um, we will do that live and we will uh, 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 get a winner, three different winners, and then we'll get your information, not live. We'll contact you uh, via Messenger. Uh, and uh, we'll get your contact information, your email, and your address, and we'll get that to the publisher, and the publisher will mail you out one of these books if you are the winner. But you have to be present, and you have to be a member of Ancient Aliens Worldwide to even see the, the interview, and it won't go out live until after the interview, and then uh, I will be giving uh, Andrew and his staff a copy of our uh, interview and they can publish that afterwards. And so you'll be able to see it. If you're a fan and you know where to look for the videos that Andrew would post, you will then be able to watch that for free. But if you're not, you have to go to Ancient Aliens Worldwide. We may broadcast it and premiere it after the fact. Um, we're talking about doing that uh, after the fact on a few of our different channels that we own uh, it's for other people to be able to see uh, for free. But uh, like I said, it doesn't cost, right? So that's why, you know, but you have to be a member of the group to see the exclusive live and be a part of the, the uh, crowd and be a part of the chat and be able to ask questions uh, and possibly win one of his books, his new book that is uh, going to be coming out that day. So it's going to be exclusive. You guys want to take a look at it. It's going to be 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're in America, that's e that's 2 p.m. Eastern. It's on the meme. You can see it, but I'm saying this for the people that are um, that are out there. It's uh, GMT 7 p.m., right? 7 p.m. GMT. And if you're over in India, it's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and that's average de uh, India time. Because you know how that is. you guys are a part of a couple of different time zones there, uh, but it, that so wherever you are in the world, figure that out from there. Uh, that's when it's going to be live. And if you want to be a part of that, join the group. If you're not already a, a member of Ancient Aliens Worldwide, and uh, make sure that you go to the events calendar and let us know that you are in fact going to be going. Uh, and uh, you know we already have a bunch of people 
Hundreds of people are, are signing up now, uh, so don't miss out. Uh, you won't actually have to worry about overcrowding because we're not having people live in the studio. So it'll be a chat that'll be um, there for you guys, and uh, you'll be able to see that. Thank you, Peter. I see that Peter sent, uh, has shared my video, <laughs> right? I'm still not getting anything from the chat over there. Let me turn off this. Um, this overlay here uh, of the uh, the uh, meme. I'll put that back up later. Uh, and I, but like I said, in the chat is the links to get you there and share this out. Please share this out. Share this out. I'm going to go now uh, and share this because I'm not sure why it is that you're going. I think it's because they're uh, uh, my page and another group. You know, my personal wall and another group. I didn't go live in um, Orion Rising or on Orion Rising in Orion Rising, however you want to look at it today. Oh, I, sorry, I put. Um, I'm now trying to go over there and I'm not talking and I'm, I'm bringing up groups. Oh no, I needed to do that. What am I doing? See, I got to start thinking about what I'm doing here because um, I got to get the link. So, actually, I'll just do it from my page. So I'll start a, a watch party over there and hopefully that'll bring the chat in. It's weird that it didn't, right? Um, bizarro, bizarro stuff. But I'll share that over there and we'll find out why. I, I'm not sure because I thought we had the same um, problem last time. Right. And then it, I think it was it wouldn't do that. It wouldn't go. The chats wouldn't come in. Don't ask me why. But the chats don't uh, don't come in um, from my personal page. It's weird. I haven't figured that out yet. So I'm going to uh, share this. Let me see if I can do this here and share it over there. Well, I can share it public, I guess. So I'll do that. And then we'll then we'll go from there, I think. So I'll put it now. It's going to go out public. Uh, so hopefully that'll uh, I'll help it. Right. Otherwise, let me see if I can share it to. Uh... No, I can't see. I can't share it to a page. It won't let me do that. It'll give me everything else. Although, no, that's weird. OK, so uh, I'll just do that next time. I'll have to remember that. Uh, here we go. Next time I'll have to remember that I have to post it. I, I forgot to do it on, on Ancient Aliens Worldwide. So I apologize to you guys uh, for that. Uh, some of you are going, where are you? Aren't you live over here? So I'm going to do that now. Get a link. So the link will come in over there and, and some more people will be able to tune in. I apologize for, for taking the time to do this while we're live, but you know, share this out. Like I said, we'll get it out there. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody did share it. I think already. No, no, that's an old one. Sorry. Here, let me do this and then we'll get it up. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with that, why the chats don't come in. I thought the chats came in uh, from all of Facebook uh, to there, but I'm sharing it out now to a couple of different groups. So you guys do the same thing, and we'll hopefully get a, a Facebook chat. I apologize. Um, I'll have to go over now to the chat from the in the groups and see if I'll go to my page and, and uh, look on my wall and see the chat, see if you guys are making any comments. If you are uh, making comments, then it's all good. Um, you know, if you're not, then I apologize. No, you guys are. There's people in there. So I, I don't know what's going on, why these comments. I'll have to watch these comments now and go back and forth, right? So, yeah, Peter said, play the video is on a friends only. It's not on worldwide. Yeah, see, I don't know why I, that's that way. I'll see if I can switch that, Peter. Glad that you said that. Right? I don't know what it, why, why that happened, so I apologize for for you guys um let me see if i edit post and and say that it can go out worldwide and see that says friends there maybe that's why public save yeah see it just said friends so i just now did it so now i changed it to public right 
So that should be cool. Oh, I, hi, Omar. I didn't see you there right? <laughs> until like, the chat because the chat wasn't coming through over in the StreamYard because I only had it out for friends, not for the public. So I apologize. I just changed that. So now it's it's uh, able. You guys can see that uh, public. And there's all the chats. Bang. Thank you, uh, Peter, for telling me that. Peter uh, Coyle just saved my bacon. He's the one that said, hey, it's, it's set for friends, not public. So as soon as I set it to public, it went worldwide. So now I can see the chat over here. So I do apologize. I don't know why it did that the way that it did, but it did, right? So we fixed that now. Uh, so, yeah, that's right? Yeah, see, Omar said, I didn't think it would go public once you were live. I thought it would, but it didn't, <laughs> right, Omar? So, but Peter said, fix it. It's it played, it played the video. It's on Friends only, so not to Worldwide. So I changed it to Worldwide. So now I don't know why I had that set to Friends, probably because it was just on my personal page, right? So now it's out there. You guys can share it, and it's Worldwide, uh, which is good because the chat comes in here as soon as I do that. So that was, I'll have to make sure I don't do that. That's what happened last time, remember? A couple weeks ago, we did the same thing. Once I, when I first came back uh, and had my YouTube channel uh, and I had posted it and I was posting it in the, the spiritual group, it didn't, the chat didn't come through. Now I know why. So we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Tony said, ah, oh, we're working better now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You just, he had to refresh. So anybody who's, who's sitting over there and it's not worldwide, just refresh your screen like Omar said, and now it's worldwide so you guys can see it. So share this out, share this out. Uh, so now I just did that commercial for everybody worldwide, and it didn't go out to anybody except for my friends who were on here. That's okay. I'll do it again at the end of the show. So we have that exclusive. I'll put it back up real quick, and we'll run through it, and then I'll get started on talking about what I was talking about. We have a full moon that's coming up and an activation. Uh, some people are hearing the 18th uh, as the dates. It is the 16th through the 18th. It's, it's coinciding with the full moon. Uh, Omar will know about this. He's been doing uh, shows for the whole year. He just did another one with Stephen and Evan Strong just the other day. I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Omar, I know you've been doing shows every day, talking to the people that were, that like you did me last week, uh, talking to people who did uh, your big, huge 11-day uh, show. I think it was 11 days, wasn't it? It was huge. Uh, but you guys just did one just the other day. I saw that, that you guys were, were you had that posted on my page. And that what they've been doing, we, they, everyone on, on the planet last night, you, that's what I thought. Okay, so Omar was doing this little just last night. I knew that I saw it. That it was you guys talking to the Strongs and everybody, uh, and I didn't get it. I couldn't get on. I was uh, busy. I had a, I had a client, and it sucks because normally I tune in. Uh, normally I get the heads up from Evan that they're, that they're going to be on, and I tune in. Uh, and you gave me the heads up, but I, but it was the day, right then when it was going live. I was like, shit, I can't be on there. Uh, cause I was already working with somebody. So, um, what's been going on guys is this came from the Aborigines, the original people worldwide, the Hopis with their rock legend, the, the, uh, Anasazi and uh, here in the United States, uh, and then the Aborigines in Canada and the Aborigines in Australia, uh, have been talking about this prophecy about the, the end times. And um, so this is segueing into what I'm talking about here. Um, see, Denise said it was wonderful last night, Omar. I'm reading that for the people who are uh, tuning in on the MP3 file. You guys should tune in uh, you know, to Omar's uh, Watchers Talk uh, channel on YouTube. Those of you who don't like Facebook, he's on YouTube, guys. Uh, you should tune into there and take a look at the stuff that he, uh, the content that he's putting out. So there's been a three-year activation that has been going on that has been a concerted effort worldwide, okay, uh, literally. 
And I've been a part of it on the fringe and involved with Omar doing his things for the last couple of years and working with Stephen and Evan Strong doing their thing for the last couple of years. Uh, and on all the solstices, so don't don't forget coming up on the summer solstice if you're in the north and the winter solstice if you're in the south, there's going to be another one. And, and then going into the winter here in the north uh, as well, this is the end of a three-year activation and the actual beginning of the activation of breaking down that veil between the realities literally is this full moon, April 16th through the 18th. Okay. They say the full moon is on the 18th or on the 16th, but uh, in reality, the calendar is always off. The apex of the full moon is somewhere in between there. They always say it's a day or two ahead of where it really is. I've noticed that over the course of, uh, of the last 25 years. I look on the calendar and the calendars are set and it says the full moon is on that day. Uh, but you need to understand that when a full moon waxes uh, and it becomes full, it kind of stays full for a couple of days as it starts to wane and, and we don't see it and can't and we, we can't tell that it's that it's not 100% full. So beginning on the 16th, today is the 15th in, in America. Some of you are already on the 16th, uh, depending on where you are in the world. That's why I always say I didn't say it when I came on. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. Okay, so this full moon is an important full moon, not only because it's a super moon, not only because it's a full moon, not only because of where it is and when it is, but today is good friday it is it is so if you're christian there there's a significance if you're not christian there's a significance okay because of easter weekend easter was around for a couple of thousand years two or three maybe four thousand years at least prior to christianity okay i don't need my glasses on anymore i'm not reading sorry i can read the chat without my glasses from here okay so See, Omar says, I have a, I got a three-day Watchers Talk ninth season event happening on the 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd of June. So that's good. Think about that, guys. And that's the solstice. That is the solstice, right? Isn't that uh, right at the time of the solstice? So he's got a big event going on right then during for his ninth anniversary at the same time as the activation for the solstice. So the veil, if you read the, the, uh, the description here, uh, the the veil opens now. In the, this is the beginning of the activation of the breaking down of the hold that this fake reality has on everyone. Okay, you guys need to understand that that you know if if you believe this is a prison, the doors are now opening and they can't stop it. Do you understand? So the Hopi rock legend about. Uh, uh, making choices and having to, to switch realities, either taking the, the timeline, the Kali Yuga timeline. Kali Yuga means the time of destruction, the time of turmoil, the time of trouble, tribulation. You've heard that if you're a, a Jew or a Christian or a Muslim, because they all have that in their doctrine, because they all of those religions started from the Hebrew religion. So the Judeo-Christian religions and the Judeo-Muslim religions of the world, uh, their base is the the you know the talmud that was given to moses uh and and that prophecies and all the prophecies that come from that so if you're looking at that and pantheon and that pantheon was based on older scrolls we know that now if you read the hermetica or if you read the dead sea scrolls you understand that all of those scrolls uh were 
were used in the writing of their scrolls. Their scrolls are the same. They just changed the names uh, of the deities, just like the, the uh, Catholic religion did to, uh, you know, to whenever they needed to convert someone. So when they were in Europe and they were trying to convert the Celts, you know, the Vikings, the Southern Vikings, uh, they changed all of their uh, religious rites and when they were uh, so that they could say our Jesus was born on the same day as, as you know, your gods. And, and look, when your God dies and is resurrected, uh, you know, Easter Sunday, that's the same time when our God was resurrected as well. Uh, so you guys were all the same God, you see. And that's how they converted uh, people in uh, to their religion. Uh, so Jesus didn't really die on Good Friday and he wasn't born on Sunday, but you know, it's okay if you're following that. I'm not, don't look at me and go, blaspheme, blaspheme, and call me a heretic and kick me out of the church. That's already already happened when I left the church. I'm sure that I was, uh, you know, I don't think I was excommunicated, but you never know. Um, you never know, right? So not that I'm concerned with that, right? But But you guys need to understand that this full moon is the activation for those of you. Some of you can feel it. Some of you can sense it. Those of you who are... At a uh, at a level of vibration where you're already starting to get the deja vu's, you're already getting the downloads, you're already starting to wake up. Some of you are already awake, depending on where you are in your. You know, some of you are more awake than I am. Just depends on where it is that you are in your vibratory pattern. Those of you who are in the lower vibratory pattern, uh, you may not know, right? Three, six, and nine. Omar said, right? Yeah, brother. Three, six, and nine. You guys don't know what that is. Look it up, right? <laughs> We're always talking about that. I'm just looking at the chat, right? So you guys, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, 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 black age, Kali meaning black. Yeah. Kali is, means time means, it means dark, dark time. The Yuga, the Kali Yuga, right. Is, or the other way around. Yuga is the time and Kali is the, is the darkness, the black, the, the strife, the, the, uh, uh, however you want to look at it, the end times, the times of tri tribulation, times of trouble, depends on what, what religion you follow. Uh, but it's the same wording. It's, it's Fenrir the wolf. Right. It's it's the it's the uh, Ragnarok from the from the the uh, Viking religion that they call Bohemian. I uh, do with the finger quotes. Uh, so it's in all the scrolls of all the ancient times. Right. Even in the Christians, the devil will be released onto the earth for a time. Well, that time's over. This is the beginning of the end of that time. Do you understand? So the beginning of the of the state of Aquarius uh, is now. So before, from 2012 until now, we were in that zone in between the two. The Bakhtun 12 ended in, in 2012 on December 21st, 22nd, somewhere around there, 21st to the 24th during the solstice. And the, the next activation doesn't start until this December at the same time. But the door is now opening. The door opens now. So those people who are going to make that choice, it's going to be easier for you to see what's going on and make that choice. And it's going to become more and more apparent as time goes on going forward now with all the activations that have been being done here on this planet on purpose for this three-year activation. Why three? Omar said it. Three, six, and nine, baby. That's why he said that when I was talking about that before. So in the chat, that's why he said that. Right. So the reason for the three year activation has to do with the three energy, the six energy and the nine energy and the 12 energy and the one energy. And those of you who understand that, understand that those of you who don't, you may think that that's weird. I don't understand what he was just talking about. You should look that up. We've all talked about it. Omar has. I have. I've talked about it on on my uh, 
uh, webinars, Omar's webinars. He's done the same. Uh, and so it's all over. He's had people, I've had people that have been speaking to this for the last three years, even before that, but really more so in the last few years, because we're trying to get you guys to understand this. The Hopis didn't come out and talk about all of this until three years ago. It was a legend that was kind of there, but they didn't really talk about it out loud until the time was right. That's what they were instructed. Same with the uh, Aborigines in Australia. They didn't start. They said things are going to be coming down the pike in the next couple of years. Three years ago, they said, or four years, five years ago, they said that. And then two years later, this activation started. And now here we are. We're at that. We're in the third year of this activation and the and it started and it's going to end with the winter solstice if you're in the in the northern hemisphere of the planet or the, the summer solstice if you're in the southern hemisphere of the planet so it'll be in december and that is when the the activation is going to be at its strongest but that doesn't mean it's going away after that this is an activation that is forcing all of you guys to to start to be able to see what's going on and some of you who are more advanced you already see that you get it okay yeah, Omar saying that the zero energy, zero dimension is the key, right? That's where you go. That's the that's the center. That's the center point. That's the that's the you know the the uh, the the creation when you have that energy three six nine twelve when you have that energy and you utilize it to go within the Kundalini uh, energy. We talked about that on uh, Wednesday on Skull Island talking about the building up to this and the and the energy and the masculine and feminine right the gender we talked about the law seventh law of the hermetica which is the the law of gender and not not meaning sexes right but meaning the the energy of the the creation energy of the masculine and the feminine not meaning this physical form that uh, is either a male or a female uh, a corporal uh, you know a construct um, but the but the energy that is in the universe that makes up everything that's in the universe we talked about that in depth for an hour and a half on Wednesday on Skull Island and to further that uh, the activation of all of that energy it starts now so the three year activation that's been happening has now come to fruition and this is the beginning of the age of Aquarius I say with quotes uh, uh, because some people don't don't buy into that. Uh, terminology, but it, but whatever you call it, uh, the, this is the beginning time of the choice to be made that people can choose the right path and not stay on this path of destruction. So Kali Yuga and uh, you know uh, Fenrir the Wolf can be chased from the sky, and that's what's going to happen. Do you understand? So Ragnarok is here now. The time of trouble is here now. The, the Christian apocalypse is here now, but it's not like everybody thinks where it's the world war and we're all going to die. It's the choice between going down that path of destruction or moving your consciousness uh, simultaneously to this other reality. And that reality is, is the door is open now. The choice was made by some people already, but now the door is open and that door doesn't stay open forever. You need to understand that. Once the door is open, if you don't choose, at some point, you're going to go down the toilet with the rest of the people in this in this reality, or you're going to shift to the other reality, and you're going to not be stuck. That's where you get the left behind, but nobody's going to notice because things are going to happen to where when you move to the other side, you're, you're going to be just there, and things are just going to spin down, and all of this destruction and all of this stuff is just going to start fading away because it's shifting into the other timeline. Do you understand? So it's not going to be like 
a plane's going to fall out of the sky because the pilot was Christian and he was taken up to heaven and everybody else was left behind like the movies. That was Those movies were written not by good people. That was written, there might have been good intentions with it, but it was nefarious. The, the, the evil people got control of it like they did the movies from The Matrix and they spun The Matrix movies to be, to be telling you basically you don't have any hope and that uh, the only hope is choosing AI. That's what the last movie uh, did, not the one that just came out. I didn't see Resurrections, but the one prior to that made the AI be the most beautiful god in the universe. And that without that, the, the AI needed Neo, but Neo needed the AI to defeat what became the devil, which was neither. The devil became Mr. Smith, who they spun and said he was the anti uh, to uh, to uh, Neo. So the AI became a neutral character. And when, uh, of course, he got there uh, to the AI city, oh, he was in awe. It was the most beautiful thing. It was like he was looking at his God. Do you see what they did? So they made AI be the be the way. So they, they spun the whole thing and made AI be the way. So the Matrix movies are right and bullshit at the same time. Just like the churches, they were corrupted, just like everything else was corrupted. Okay? So you need to be able to understand that and see that, understand that, right? Because we don't stand under anything, right? I don't stand under anyone. So I understand that or I get it. So when you guys get that information, then you get it, right? So Jim says, July 17th, 2025, the teachers come to enlighten all of humanity. I don't think it's going to take until 2025, but it could. I was thinking, right, because the door is open and it's there. I mean, because nothing happens in the universe quickly, right? Not even a volcano, right? That's how they can predict volcanoes because it's sitting there getting ready to blow for like a couple of years before it goes off. So I don't doubt that 2025. I don't doubt that, Jim. That's why I put that. Uh, that's why I said that. And I want to put that up on the screen for those of you who can see that. You can see what he was saying there. Okay. So. And I believe that that's going to be a lot of us as well. It's not going to be like some spaceship show up and they're going to go, hi, because if that's the case, they're they're the evil, nefarious people saying, hi, over here to tell you we're your saviors or we're your, or we're your creators. Yeah, yeah, so worship us. That's If that's what shows up, they're evil. Just know that uh, because that's not how the universe works, okay? Um, however, I do agree that there's going to be some a lot of teaching. That's A lot of it's already going on, Jim. A lot of it's already guiding people and we've come here to do that uh many millions maybe even bit well there's billions of us but millions of us came here to teach and possibly billions i'm i don't know how many we did that we keep doing the math at different times and we keep getting larger and larger numbers so right yeah Ju yeah july 17th is the birthday of jesus who was half human and half pleading i don't doubt that at all honestly right i do i do not i do not doubt that jim said that and i and i, I don't doubt that i would tend to agree with that uh, honestly, uh, and I had heard that the, the date was definitely not December 25th, and I knew it was sometime in the summer. Uh, and I'd heard like July, and I'd heard uh, June, and I've heard September. So I wouldn't doubt that July, because that's one I've heard more than anything else as well, Jim. So I agree with you. Uh, but I didn't know the exact date, but I knew it was somewhere in mid July, right? So the 17th, I don't doubt it, because I was honing in between the 13th and the 20th somewhere. And I was thinking the 15th was the average there, right? But the 17th is really the average between. 13 and 20, right? <laughs> right? That's almost almost exactly the uh, the uh, average, the middle. Um so so what's happening now, and I don't care what religion you are, I don't care what background that you have, it's all telling you the same story, okay? And I've said that for, you know, a long time now where if you read um 
yeah, who changes these dates, right? Well, the church did, Denise. The, the Catholic Church changed the date. I just talked about that at the beginning of the show. When they were trying to convert wherever they were on the planet, when the people that were there on the planet that they were trying to convert, they would change the dates of when all this stuff happened to coincide with the dates of their religion so they could say, look, our God is the same as your God. So the last change they did was the Vikings, and they changed all their dates to coincide with when the, when the, the God in the cyclical nature of the, of the planet dies in winter time because everything dies and you're cold and all the leaves fall and all the plants go dormant and all the animals go into hibernation the ones that hibernate and then springtime happens and that's the life bringer the sun is the giver of life and spring then and if you think about it there's spring in the northern hemisphere uh and going into summer and winter while the summer while the southern hemisphere is already in winter and by the time we go to winter up here they're in the, in the spring down there so it's a perpetual thing that happens constantly on the planet where the planet is dying and renewing itself. Do you understand? So the, then the people that believed they were in charge, the English, then made it worldwide that the calendar, that's why we have this Greco-Roman where the Greeks and the Romans got together and then the English kept that calendar going. So therefore, the, the calendar is the way it is. So when you're in the Southern Hemisphere, everything's backwards. Where up here in December, it's wintertime and it's cold and snow. If you're in Australia, it's hot as hell. It's summertime. Do you understand? So some people have changed the dates in the South because the people in the South said up was was the Southern direction and the people in the North said up was the Northern direction. So you had literally half of the planet saying that that's the North Pole and this is the South Pole and we're in the South and they're in the North. And then the other half had it the other way around. But the powers that should not be when they decided for the whole planet, they were the ones that were European uh, or, or Roman or Greek, Greco-Roman European, and they decided at that point that the one calendar was going to encompass the whole world and everything was this Roman calendar that we have uh, mixed with Vikings, right? Mixed with the Viking calendar. That's why we have the different days of the week where literally, right, you have Monday, which is um, Sunday's the sun, Monday's the moon, Tuesday is two, that's a god. You look that up, that's a god in the Viking religion, right? And then Wednesday is as well. Thursday is for Thor, Friday is for Freya, right? Right, think about that now. So the the calendars, of course, most of the of the calendar names come from the Roman uh, uh, Caesars, Julius Caesar for July, Augustus Caesar for Octavius, Septus Caesar, Octavius Caesar. All of those were Caesars that were in charge and they borrowed uh, days because they all wanted to have a longer day than everybody else. And we lost an entire month off the calendar. It became, a, instead of a 13-month calendar, it became a 12-month calendar because all the Caesars kept taking month uh, from one of the months, taking uh, the calendar. That's why, because before that, it was a, a, mo a lunar calendar, which is more the cycle of the planet with the 13 lunar cycle. Uh, and then the, the it's actually more accurate when you do that. Instead of having 364 and a quarter days, it averaged out to a little bit closer to 365 days. And you had three, 13 equal months and a full moon on every month. So you had one new moon and one full moon on equal every 28 days. They're still there now, but those 28 days don't work out to be equal in the months. And that's why some months you have two full moons. And it happens, and because of leap year, it changes what month that it is. That's because they fucked the calendar up. So you have the Roman Catholics who started the whole thing and screwed everything up. 
uh, and they changed Jesus to to be uh, in this at the solstice for the northern hemisphere winter, and that was when the god Pan and a few other gods, the Green Man, uh, the Horned Stag, Hern, Crononos, or Cernanos, uh, all of those gods died in the winter time, and they were reborn in the spring. The goddess was immortal, and she was pregnant at this time, and gives birth to the god. So the god gives actually impregnates his own wife with himself, and his his wife is his mother as well as his wife. Then he dies, and when the baby is born, he enters into the and becomes the baby, and is the god reborn and gives life back to the planet. Uh, and then uh, grows up and then re-impregnates his, uh, his wife again, and she's eternal. Well, they changed all that, but they added Jesus to it uh, in the mix, and then Jesus was uh, died and was resurrected on Easter, what they called Easter Sunday. That's why all of the uh, holidays coincide with the pagan holidays, like Samhain uh, for October 31st, and they call that Halloween because it's All Hallows Eve because the Day of the Dead is right after that on October 1st. And that was they moved that there uh, because that was the day of the bone fire, which we get the word bonfire from, which was the harvest festival for uh, the, the end of summer uh, going into the winter. And so they changed all of these holidays to coincide while they converted all of these people from their religions. And that's why, uh, what does Jesus being reborn have to do with a rabbit who farts out jelly beans uh, and hides eggs everywhere? Well, the rabbit is the most fertile animal. They give birth to 150 bazillion kids, right? <laughs> right? So, yeah, Tony says, I've heard Sunday, uh, Sunday sun, Monday moon, Tuesday Mars. Well, it's also two, the goddess, uh, two. But, yes, the Romans... Uh, use that for the god of Mars. So you're right there. Wednesday, Mercury. See, that's now you're looking at the Roman side of things, uh, which would be the Judeo-Roman uh, calendar. And then Thursday, Jupiter, Friday, Venus, Saturday, Saturn. Uh, Saturn is for Saturday, but the other ones, uh, they incorporated that. So that, that's what I'm saying, where all of that has been incorporated into the calendar that was uh, the 13-month calendar that everyone else on the world went by until the Greco-Romans changed it. So you're absolutely right. So you're not wrong in hearing that because that was what they had had as the days of the week and why. But those days of the week were also named that already uh, with a religion that was two or three thousand years older than the uh, Hebrew religion. And, and they wanted to convert those people. So they had to show them that the new God was equal to, if not the same as Odin, uh, as uh, Cernanos, Crononos, uh, Hearn, uh, the Horn God, uh, uh, Green Man, uh, uh, anybody, any of the other gods. Uh, if Peter's still here, he probably remembers more of the of the Celtic god uh, names that were for the pantheon of the Vikings and the Southern Vikings, Northern and Southern. Um, so, so they they were converting everyone, right? Yeah, not converted, <laughs> right? Uh, Denise says I agree with Omar. Not converted, canned, right? Yeah, or canonized, right? So, in a sense, yeah. So. Uh, and then Peter says Wednesday is Odin is is Odin's day, right? Where is that? I just now the whole thing just clicked up here. Odin's day, uh, Wednesday means Odin. Yeah, that was why uh, in the Viking mythology. That was why I'm going to put this up on the screen. If you guys saw the TV series that was called, um, what was it called? Does anybody remember? It was about the Viking gods and the new gods, and the and and they called Odin Wednesday. Because it means it means Odin in in the Viking language, which would have been 
uh, akin to Svenska, but uh, but older, ancient, right? So the the elder Futhark, uh, which was a Norwegian derivative uh, that they spoke back then, a little more Norwegian than uh, Svenska, but they're so similar. I'm learning both. You, if you know one, it's like knowing Dutch, German, and English. If you know English and German, you can speak Dutch because Dutch is is German light and English dark. Right. It's it's like English sliding into German and German sliding into English. That's the the, uh, uh, the language they speak in Denmark. Um, and I know that because I'm learning that one as well. So uh, the, so they called him Wednesday in that show. And he was Odin uh, because that means Wednesday. I mean, it means Odin. <laughs> the word Wednesday means Odin. Uh, that was in the ancient language of the Vikings. Uh, they didn't, in fact, his name wasn't even uh, Odin. It was it was Wotan because it came from Wednesday, right? And then, but when people heard it, when the Vikings would stand up on the on the uh, on the nose of the ship on the bow and they would scream, you know, to see if there was an echo to find out if they were near land, they would say Wotan, and off in a distance, that sounds like you're saying Odin. So it became synonymous, and people just started calling it. Just transformed the name to Odin, uh, and and everybody just goes by that now. But it came from Wotan, which is uh, an, an old ancient English word, or uh, it's the new Viking Svenska word or Swedish word from the 1200s, which meant Wednesday. So Peter's absolutely right. In what he's saying. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get into a into a history lesson here. Uh, but I'm glad you guys are here to to to, to talk uh, more about this stuff and what's going on, right? So, um, sorry, I was hearing something. I was wondering what was just happening. I may have to go and take a look at see what my mom's doing. I don't know if it was a cat or not, but I just heard something strange happening in the living room. Um, so, and then Omar has this big long. What are you saying there? To to get into the 5D Earth, you have to consider the number of things yeah you have to you have to know that third dimension you have to understand the third and fourth dimension the fifth dimension you also have to understand the the three six and nine uh and everything that's going on there um like i said i don't know what's going on with my mother i heard something going on in the living room and now she's gotten up but she's not trying to go out the front door so uh i, I don't know what's going on i'll have to run over there and take a look in a second i think um uh, so they changed all of their all of their their things to convert people but it, it's kind of inconsequential because if you read and understand the scrolls, everything um, goes in between. All the religions are the same anyway. So the semantics of who you call what is still the same character. So Jesus being the savior character, being the hero character, Thor is the same hero character, the same savior character. Marduk from Mesopotamia is the same hero character, and they all do the same thing. Jesus fought the serpent in the garden. Right. And then in Mesopotamia, you, you, you know, he fights the dragon uh, Tiamat and then uh, the Vikings Thor fights the dragon of the North Sea. So it's all the same. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a different name for the God, the goddess and the savior character. Uh, so it is. So all of that is inconsequential. Uh, as to like when Jesus was born, if they changed it, what the days of the weeks were called. None of that's really important. That's stuff to keep your mind focused on and argue about. That's the fracturing of all the religion. That was with the Tower of Babel, the fall of the Tower of Babel. Uh, and we discussed that on uh, one of the shows. I think it was, uh, um, I believe it was Skull Island a couple weeks ago, where we talked about the inner failing and the outer failing. Uh, and the outer failing was told in the Judeo-Christian Bible by the, uh, the fall of the Tower of Babel. Uh, 
Uh, and then the inner failing was also told of uh, people going in too far. If you look at the Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, Tolkien explained that there where the, the dwarfs were greedy and they went too far too deep and they unlocked uh, the, the, uh, the uh, evil um, Belrog. Uh, which uh, then in the movie or the books, that's when you see uh, Gandalf become the hero character or the savior character. He sacrifices himself for the entire human race or the entire race on, on Middle Earth, which would be Midgard if you're uh, a bohemian, uh, or here in common Earth now in this reality if you're a, a Judeo-Christian or, or a Muslim uh, on this planet. He sacrificed himself, and that's when he became from. He went from Gandalf the Gray and was resurrected because he fell into darkness. He fell into hell with the Belrog, and then when he uh, he defeated the Belrog, that was the same. He took on the sins of the world, and he defeated the the Belrog, which was the evil that came from hell, and then he ascended and was transformed into Gandalf the White. That's the ascension of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice, the ascension. So it was being told in Tolkien's uh, book about the fall of Babylon. It was the same, only they, he was showing the inner depiction of falling within with greed, whereas uh, Babylon, the, the, when, they, when they had the tower, they were trying on the outside to, to grow it to the, to go all the way to heaven, and they became too greedy, and, and that's when God struck them down. So it was the same. It was the same sacrifice, one on the outward, as below, so above. Or most of you know it as as above, so below. Okay, so yeah, the, the land of the, the as Peter said it, the land of the of the Belrog or the Bullrog, uh, the Bull Rock. That's that's uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Denny says Leo check on or Denny uh, Denny says Leo check on Monday. We'll wait, <laughs> right? Well, though Monday. Uh, being uh, Moon Day, Monday is Moon Day. That's why it was uh, Sunday is the Sun, uh, which is synonymous in the in the uh, religions as Jesus being the Sun, right? And that's because all of this here we are. This, this is the place of that of the Sun. It's the, the our Sun Saul is the is the chakra, which is the third chakra. It's the yellow ray Sun. So it's the third chakra from our base chakra. So that's why we have that, right? Oh, go check on my mom. I'm sorry. You did say that. I thought, no glasses on. She's back sitting down. I can see the reflection from the dining room, which is over there. Out there is the dining room, and there's a there's an, uh, one of those um, um, a shelving units with a bunch of knickknacks on it. It has glass doors that fold up and slide in with a bunch of stuff in there. On that, I can see her reflection back into the living room where she's sitting in her chair so I can see her little head and her about her bust from about just below her, her shoulders up. And I can see if she's sitting or not from the side of her head. So I'm okay. Uh, but I was for a second, I was going to go, guys, I'll be right back. And I was going to jump up and run out there. But I looked back and she sat down. Uh, so I'm sorry. I was reading your thing without my glasses. Realized you did say mom. I thought you said Monday. You said mom. <laughs> and then when I saw it the second time, you're like, no, your mom, dude, your mom. No, she's okay. Um, so where was I? I got myself all, all disheveled, right? So let's get back on point. So all of that is, is really, um, doesn't matter. And it's inconsequential to, uh, to the real story, which is what has been tried to be taken from us for the last, you know, a hundred thousand years or however long we've been stuck here. Could it be even been a million years? It's a long time. So. That's the information that they don't want us to know about that we're waking up to and unlocking. That's part of this activation that has been going on since 2012.
Okay. Um, you know, prior to that, it was happening as well, but this is the great leap. This is the great real reset, not that fake woke reset they're trying to do. Okay. This is the real reset that is, that is, uh, that is happening that you guys are a part of. Okay. Uh, so when you hear people say, oh, it's the Kali Yuga, they get scared. This is the end times. They're scared. There's nothing to fear, but fear itself. A, wi- a very wise president of the United States said that, right? Okay? Uh, it's the truth. Because fear itself, fear is the mind killer. This is, it's in all of the literature. That was literally a quote from Frank Herbert's Dune, where the test that, that Paul Muad'Dib or, you know, Paul uh, Atreides had to take that the witches who were manipulating the bloodline to create what? To create the, the, the perfect human, the fifth element. We have a movie about that too, don't we? Uh, the, to create the fifth element so that the, he could be the, the one that they could control him, they could control the universe. He who controls the spice controls the universe. But you have to ingest the spice and you have to transform. You have to transmute the spice. And he was able to do that. And that's the ascension. Uh, that's the same thing. He had to descend into hell. So when he went to Dune and his family was assassinated and he was being hunted by Vladimir Harkonnen, who in effect is the serpent in the garden, the dragon of the North Sea, the most evil person hired by everyone to destroy and, and kill off and to, uh, for a coup to take control. Does this sound familiar? It's kind of what's happening on the planet right now. Um, to take complete control of the universe, only the lamb, the sacrifice, gets away, transmutes the spice, not because they wanted him to, but because he was working with the people who controlled the spice, who harvested the spice, and it was their religion. It was a spiritual way, and that doesn't translate in the movies. You have to read the books to understand that it was a religion uh, that were the... um, that were the the I can't think of their names right now. The people that were uh, that lived on the planet Dune, and they were living amongst like Native Americans or natives on this planet, like the indigenous people living with the land, not against it. And they were worshiping the worm for what it was, not because it was a god in their religion, but because the worm was the spice. The spice was the worm. So all the spice that they're harvesting was because the worm itself, when the worms, uh, that was something that they secreted. And when they died, that's what like oil is on this planet. That was the whole purpose of the whole entire stuff. In fact, uh, that's also the one ring uh, that ruled them all from Tolkien. That They had the same ring. They had one ring that uh, was the signet ring, uh, the ducal signet ring of his father that he got. And, and that's the same as uh, Thor's hammer. That's the same as Odin's spear, the trident. All of those stories are translated to these books and these sci-fi movies, and people don't realize that they're there. And I read them my whole life, and I'm seeing these correlations. So he then transmutes the spice, but when he was getting the test done, he had to put his hand in a box, and the box touched his hand, and they touched his nerve endings, and the box made him think that he was his uh, hand was burning and melting from acid, and it projected these thoughts into his head. And if he was afraid and couldn't control himself, he would die. There was a poison. They had a needle that they stuck to his neck into his uh, jugular. And if he had fear, the, the adrenaline dump that happens with fear would react with the, with the secretion in his neck and it would kill him instantly. 
You should watch, you should read the book or watch the movie of the originals. I don't know how the new series is doing, but if Jason Momoa is a part of it, I'm pretty sure they're doing a pretty good job. Right. So, right. And so Jacqueline's saying Odin and Freya, you're right. Jacqueline's getting on to what I'm saying, right? The spear of destiny is exactly the same spear. What controls the world? Peter says, right? This is, this is the same. Okay. Do you guys understand? This is all the same. The spear of destiny is the one ring to rule them all. Do you see how that's the, the weapon of war? The, the spear of destiny is the weapon of war. I'm getting chills talking about it. That has the power over all the people, the trident, right? The, the spear of Odin, right? That's the spear of destiny from, uh, from the spear that they said pierced Jesus. It's all the same. They all had to change the story to fit the narrative for their religion, but it's all the same tools. Do you understand? So even in these books, it was the same tools and the characters were the same. So Paul had his what he was thinking to himself to control himself was selling himself. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total destruction and oblivion. And he told himself that over and over. And he was able to not cry out in pain and not have an adrenaline dump. So they kind of knew he was probably the one, but they weren't sure if they could control him. Uh, and they were pissed off because his mom gave birth to a son and she was supposed to only give birth to a daughter until the church decided to give birth to the perfect son. But it turned out that she did it anyways because of divine um, something intervention. She decided to have a son to please her husband. Turned out he was, in fact, the uh, the one. And in Star Wars, that was the same that happened with uh, Anakin. He was born without a father. Right. But he wasn't the Jesus character. He wasn't the savior. It was his offspring uh, combined with the, the offspring of the evil emperor. And those two, if you didn't see the, the movie, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, those two people were the same soul. And they were one, but they were separated into two. Sound familiar? They were separated into a masculine and a feminine, a male and a female, and they were fighting against each other, but they couldn't kill each other. And they were always connected and seeing each other and be able to communicate with each other across any distance. And neither one of them understood it until the very end. And they, too, had to become one to defeat the great evil because they were both the good and the evil. Do you understand? He who controls the spice controls the universe. They had to become and transmute into a higher plane to become that. And that's what happened. And that's why at the end, when they asked Ray, what's your name? She said Skywalker. It wasn't just because she was in love with uh, with uh, Ben, who was, in fact, not a Skywalker. He was at Skywalker blood because his mom was uh, Luke's twin. But he was but his dad was uh, Han Solo. So his name was actually Solo, not Skywalker. But he had Skywalker blood. So she said she was a Skywalker because she took on that name of the Savior line. Do you understand? And if you don't understand that, if you don't have the eyes to see that or the or the knowledge to understand that esotericness or the esotericism of those stories, that's the higher plane that their message that they're teaching in that storyline. So the entire uh, saga that is uh, Star Wars is the from the creation and the time of troubles, the Kali Yuga, and the devil ruling the world for a time, and that time ending, and, and then the ascension, uh, which is mirroring Jesus's descent into hell and resurrection and fighting the great uh, evil, the, the dragon, the serpent, that every character has been fighting throughout all of time in every scroll. 
Right. Jacqueline said, same with the movie Eternal, right? The Eternals. Look that up, <laughs> right? Watch that movie. Read that book. Exactly the same storyline. And Hollywood has done this, not just Hollywood, but every country's version of Hollywood has done this with a lot of their movies on purpose. And only it's esoteric and only people who, because it's esoteric, what that means is you have to have the eyes to see the brain. To, and that's what Da Vinci did with his paintings. That's what Monet did with his paintings. All these people and all these Brahms with the music and, and, uh, you know, and Mozart and all these people that were, that were out, they were kind of outcasts and, and they were rock stars. They were, they were breaking. We think classical music is just something that people listened to back in the day. That was, that was akin to, to death metal now. Not a kid, not kidding you. Was akin to heavy metal. In fact, the reason that all heavy metal bands use orchestras is because if you play the 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 music and watch the peaks and valleys when you break it down on all the sound charts, heavy metal and this the the stringed orchestra that was all of this classical music is exactly the same. It's the same rhythmic vibration. It hits the same peaks and valleys and has the same frequency. That's why they mesh so well. That's why Metallica did an entire album. Many people did an entire album. Going back in time, you look at everybody. Led Zeppelin did it. Everybody did it. The reason for that is if you understand music theory, you understand that they were the heavy metal artists or the metal or the or the you know the 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 rock and roll. It it all hits, even blues, all of this, even hip hop, all of this when they hit what they what the the people, the ebonic word for it is bars. Right. When you guys know that they're, that's bars, man, that's that tone. That's that place. It's bars. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you're if you're African-American, you understand what I just said. That's that's the ebonic word for for when they're uh, that's the hooks. That's what those of you who are white. <laughs> that's the hooks. The hooks are the bars. Do you understand? So when you when you're when somebody's playing music and you go, wow, man, they got a lot of hooks. That's what they're referring to. The, the ebonic word for that is bars. And that mean, when you hear that, you know that's legit. They're hitting those, the frequency that it's the same as when something is created by hand. And we notice that because we can feel that. We've talked about that many times, right? Like this is run off of an assembly line, right? But, but what's inside of it is more important than, than the cup itself. But you, when you know, when you look at something and pick it up and it was homemade, you see that. That's got bars. That's got hooks. That's got that stuff. That's something that je ne sais quoi that people see and understand. Do you see? Music is the same. Religion is the same. Movies are the same. They have those hooks. They have those bars. They have that je ne sais quoi. It is that vibratory pattern that suggests the painting means something. The movie means something other than what you're seeing. It means what you see, but it means much, much more. You have to understand that the paintings were the movies of the time. They didn't have motion pictures that would go on for three hours or a, or a, you know, or, or a talk show like this where somebody could explain it to you. That's why they say a picture has a thousand words because it's in there and they knew it when they were painting it and they gave hints. Okay. That's why the Da Vinci code was written. That's why the book was written and the movie was made. It has to do with the evolution of the human uh, process and the secrets to that. And this is what we're talking about. The time is now the door is opening on this full moon. Okay. So between today, depending on if you're in the Southern hemisphere or if you guys are over in Australia, you're already to today, the 16th. Okay, 
The 16th, 17th, and 18th is the door being busted wide open, and it's going to become more and more evident because these activations are activating the vibration, and the Schumann resonance of this planet is going up exponentially, and it's going to continue even more so now than it did before in the next couple of years, in the next two or three years, and it's going to be insane, insane energy, but it's going to be a good thing. It's not going to be a bad thing, right? Right, right, right. For, yeah, Peter says, and I see what he's saying here, right? He says, when you play a guitar and your fingers bleed, the, the, the bleed for the sound of the gods, these are, that's why the instruments of old, right? Um, uh, the, 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 uh, let's see, the, the, these are the keys uh, for the gods, your blood, that's right. Uh, I was taught by music, right? So you have to understand what he's saying there is, when you get into that Zen, when you get when you're playing, we talked about this with Aaron because he and I were both in bands, right? When we were younger, I didn't. He was in one longer than I was. Mine ended when I was in my early twenties. His went on and, until he still gigs now, right? But we both were into music, and we're both we have that 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 we're inclined to the music. And when you get into that zone, this is what Peter's talking about. When your fingers go and you're playing. And everybody in the band, and that's why bands do mesh like that. Led Zeppelin, right? They're legendary bands. Uh, you know, uh, The Doors. We talked about this. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, 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 even today with with Tool, right? These bands that hit this this music at this right tone, and this music Metallica has done it. This music comes out. Look at ACDC. Those guys just like. They, half of the time, most of the people in the band didn't even know how to play music right until they were in their 30s. Not even kidding you. And they learned how to play. Metallica was the same way. If you watch a year and a half of the life of Metallica, they talk about that in the interviews from when they were younger. They said, we better learn how to play these instruments. They were they were doing this stuff out of instinct, and they had to learn how to actually play the instruments. But then once they did, they took it to another level in these bands that did this stuff that took it to another level are legendary. The Beatles. Yes. Thank you. Jacqueline says you guys can come up with names. They're out there. BB King, right? These guys are out there and they've done this stuff and they just hit these, what they call bars and tones. You have the same thing with, uh, with people who are singers who sing opera and uh, you know, and these guys that made this classical music that still people play today and listen to and go, wow, this is really good. Why? Because they're hitting bars. They got hooks. Okay. They're hitting that tone, that vibratory pattern that is the nature of the universe. Do you understand? And once you feel that, you know that what they're doing is like, wow, man. When you're at concerts, I went to a concert with the band America, and the headliner was, uh, was uh, oh, crap. I can't think of the name of the band right now. I, I, the uh, One of the older, older band uh, singing about surfing and all that stuff. I can't think of the name of the band. And man, when they hit those, there was the songs that they're legendary for, and it wasn't because you just listen to it and go, this is a cool jam. No, you know it gets into your blood. It motivates you. It's like bagpipes for the Southern Vikings. And you hear the bagpipes play, and then they, when they play outlawed tunes, what, the reason they're outlawed is because they motivated, and, they, and it hits your soul, and it changes your vibratory pattern in a way that people don't understand. And if you're if you're in any way a Celt, you go to any one of the, the Scottish rites or the Scottish games and people start playing the bagpipes, it gets in your head and you hear the bagpipes and dream the bagpipes for almost a week after if you go to the games and you're only there two days. 
<laughs> it's no joke. I've gone my entire life. I stopped going about five years ago. Uh, but I, but before that, I went from the time I was 21 until I was, I'm, I'm going to be 55. So until I was 50, right? And that was when I moved back here to take care of my mom. So we didn't go to the, to the games. But the bagpipes just get into your soul. You either love them or hate them. If you're not in any way Celts, uh, you don't know, right? <laughs> right? Uh, Tom Petty, right? Again, Tom Petty, another legend right there. And when he was with the Traveling Wilburys, because that was all the guys from legendary guys, right, uh, that were in the band with him. That was the shit. That was the, you know, that was just like Whitesnake uh, and, and uh, uh, you know, Ozzy Osbourne and, and uh, Randy Rhodes before he died. God rest him. Uh, and he understood. He was using uh, uh, orchestras in the in the music when he was uh, starting to to play with Ozzy and then when he was moving to uh, the other band that he created uh, Quiet Riot before he passed. So these people, right? Yeah, Jack Nelson love the bagpipes. Yeah, you either love them or you hate them because to some people they think it's a whiny cat and they're just like, I don't know, you know. B.B. Uh, King, right? You, Julie says, I got to see B.B. King. Oh, man, that was amazing, right? I wish, right? Julie, yeah, goosebumps, right? Goosies. I was getting goosies earlier. So you guys know you've heard it. You've sensed it. And that's what the that's what is happening now. Uh, around the world it's not just from history those guys right those guys those guys that's reminds me of that story of of the of, of don the italian don don the italian with the whole y'all thing right i'll tell you the story real quick and then i'll get back on point uh when i was in rcia which is the uh the uh, christian rite of initiation uh when you're going to become a, a a catholic you have to go for a year and a day which they adopted from the from the uh, Celts, by the way, a year and a day. Uh, that was the, the time uh, uh, to, to do the stuff. And I won't get into that involvement. But I was in the class and everybody had to have a sponsor. And so it was usually your godfather. And he was the godfather, right? Don Don, uh, Don DeLuca, an Italian, owned a pizza restaurant with his brother, <laughs> his brother-in-law. Uh, he was a Don. So uh, he was he was a Don Don. So not only was he a godfather, but he was the godfather. and he was very Italian and it was a woman there who was leaving to move back to Louisiana. And she had that Louisiana draw and she was saying, Hey, you know, y'all want to come down the y'all over down you Louisiana way. Look me up. I'll put you up in my house. Y'all this, y'all that. And Don says, Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He stops the whole class to the 50 people. You keep saying this word y'all. I don't know what that word means. He looks around. What is, what does that mean? What does she mean when she says y'all? So Tony, who he and his father own Italian restaurants in, in the Bay Area. Tony was about 35 at the time. He says, Don, you're Italian. He goes, yeah, Tony, you know I'm Italian because Tony's Italian. He says, yeah, you know I'm Italian. What are you talking about? And he says, okay, listen, Don, whenever, she, and Don at the time was like 65. She says, he says, Don, whenever she says the word y'all, that means use guys. And he says, okay, continue. Because he was Italian, he understood use guys, right? Hey, use guys, come here. Hey, listen, use guys, you ever get down to, right? So he understood use guys, and she said y'all, which means the same thing. Oh, my God, we laughed so hard that day. Okay, so so getting back on, on, on point, all of these people who created these things understood what they were doing. They understood what they were doing. They did it on purpose. See, I keep saying understand. It gets stuck in your head. These negative connotations get stuck in our brain. They understood what was going on, and they did this on purpose, and it, they knew that it was esoteric, 
and all of their paintings, all the paintings they did when they were contracted for the Roman Catholic Church all over the place. If you look at uh, the contracts of, uh, of the Masons for the, the Templars and the churches and everything they created, they knew what they were doing and they set their messages that is the same vibratory pattern. It's esoteric. If you understand it, it's there for you. That's what's happening. What's happening now is it's going to become more apparent as the next, and I don't mean your parents, it's going to become uh, more uh, available and accessible by the common folk in the next couple years. And that is starting literally today, this three-year activation and the, all the years prior to that from all the people throughout time and history who've been trying to tell you the same story and raise your vibration, me included, Omar included, some of you in this in this audience that have worked with me on air and you guys work uh, separate from me. A lot of you guys in the audience I know personally do that. We're literally trying to raise the vibration and the human resonance of the entire planet because we are the three energy, which Omar was talking about, the three, the six, and the nine. And that is the energy of creation. And we are fixing and opening the gateway and making it possible despite them, the powers that should not be, their time is done. Their time was done in 2012. And this is the death thralls. Their leaders have already left the planet. Okay. They're in their death thralls now, but the, they can convince if they, because it's free will, if they convince some of you to stay in this reality and buy into it, then you'll sit right here in this reality. But if you decide not to, you'll sit right here and your reality will start to change and you'll see all this change in the world start to happen for the better. And that that's so it's not going to be like you're going to just go poof. Where am I? Oh, my God, I'm in a completely different place and I don't know what's going on. It's still going to be this one. It is still this reality. It's just you're no longer going to have that fake veil in front of you. That is the AI. That is the projection. That is the hologram. That's going to fade away. And some people, if you're not willing to or able to see it, it's esoteric again. If you haven't made the choice within yourself and done the work within your soul to fix what's in you and align your chakras so the kundalini energy, the serpent that is not the dragon of the North Sea, that is not the evil serpent that has to be fought in the garden, but the, the serpent that was the one who was telling us the knowledge from the Garden of Eden. Do you understand? That was the kundalini energy that was saying, this is a message you need to know, right? Eat this fruit. The fruit was not actual real fruit. It was, this is knowledge and accept my knowledge. So the kundalini energy being accepted and, and used, that's why the feminine had to be there. And that's why Eve was the first one to uh, to uh, to eat the fruit and get the knowledge and then said to Adam, come here, dummy, come here, dopey, eat this. Just trust me, do it. And then he was like, okay, I believe you, I love you, so I'll, I'll eat this. He trusted her and he did that. That was the motivation of the sexes. We talked about this on Wednesday. If you were there, you understand what I'm saying. That was the genders. You had one male, one female. The female motivates the male, right? The, the, the male motivates the female to motivate the male. So the male being who he was, Adam motivated the female. And because he was there and that had an effect on her, she then affects him back. That was the learning of the knowledge of the Kundalini. That was the serpent in the Garden of Eden. That story doesn't mean you women are evil and now you have to have a, a pain during childbirth and a period. 
that's normal for every female um, uh, that is a mammal on this planet. Okay. So, and, and pretty much they're, they all have pain. Otherwise horses wouldn't give birth the way they do and cows wouldn't, and everybody wouldn't give birth the way they do. They give birth and it's in pain. Okay. The birthing process is supposed to be painful. Okay. I'm not going to get involved in that because that's another whole entire show. The Beach Boys. Yes. Right. That's what it was that I saw, bro. Thank you. It was the Beach Boys and America opened for them. So they're, I went through the desert on a horse with no name. You guys know the song, right? If you have listened to anything from the 60s and 70s. Uh, and then the Beach Boys. So I actually got to see the Beach Boys. That was, I wish I could have saw B.B. King, though, like Julie. Wow. I saw B.B. King on TV, but not live. That would have been amazing. I agree uh, to, to, to see. So. So that is the story was allowing that kundalini energy to wake them up to the sacred knowledge. So the God that got mad in the Bible was not the God of our creation. Do you understand that? That God that got mad was the God of this, of this creation, the fake creation. It was the same with the, with the 10 declarations, the 10 commandments given to, uh, to Moses. I know you guys who are Christians and Catholics are going to excommunicate me from the church for telling you this, but a God who created this universe and gave us complete autonomy, who we are a part of, and we have the power of creation, would not show up here and go, you shall not do this and you shall not do that because our, the God who created everything is without ego. So that God would not have an egoic thought of, you shall not worship any God over me. That's an ego. Do you understand that? That's egoic. That statement alone, if you're awake, bothers you. Because if you're awake, you're above that and beyond the reach of your ego. And if that's the case, you look at that statement and you say, no God would tell people what they can't do. Because the creation was created and we have free autonomy here to choose. 100% free will. So why would this God show up and give us 10 commandments? You shall not do this and shall not do that and shall not do this and shall not do that. Or else. That's something that a human would say with an ego. Do you understand? Someone's trying to control you. God is not trying to control any of us at all. God's trusting us because we are God. Do you understand that? We're a little teeny thought in the mind of God running around doing, playing out a daydream. Do you understand that? So why would God then say to the daydream, you can't worship anybody over me because there's an egoic thought there that, wait a minute, there might be something equal to me in there that's not me. Do you understand that? So God would not ask, right? And Omar said it right here. They put it up on the screen. A God, true creator of the universe, would not ask to be worshipped. There'd be no reason for that. Do you understand? So the Ten Commandments, we know, are nefarious, and they came from the uh, Orion Crusader group who's trying to infiltrate the planet and take over. Okay? And that's part of the illusion, part of the, the uh, uh, AI's fake illusion, part of the, the, the uh, hologram that's designed to screw us up and had confuse us into doing the wrong shit. Do you understand that, guys? So, uh, and Jacqueline says, absolutely truth, right? Uh, so, there are things in all the Talmuds, all the Bibles that don't work right. And those stories are written, they're esoteric and they're written backwards because you're not supposed to get it. And it's written that way so that evil 
who doesn't have that vibratory pattern can't understand it. Do you understand? But only people who are vibrating at a certain level start to translate and understand what the real meaning and the real story and the real message is. Other people can't get it. They had to get by the algorithm. Just like we have to do now with the AI on these uh, online. If we say the wrong thing at the wrong time, the AI punishes us. Do you understand? So we're now speaking in tongues to get around the AI. Just like Da Vinci was with his paintings. Just like Monet, anybody that was a painter, you name it. Just like uh, 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 Johann Sebastian Bach, just like Mozart, like I said before, Brahms, all those people that made the classical music, people who wrote stories, people who write science fiction novels, people who write movies, directors who direct movies, producers, all of these people that are secretly not nefarious <clears throat> are trying, pardon me for, for being loud, are trying, right? Yeah, the third language, Jacqueline says, right? They're trying to show you the stuff without tipping their hand to the bad guys. Because when they do, back in the day, they got killed. Okay. Socrates, one of the greatest minds in the history of the world, said the world was not flat. It was round. And they made him drink poison and die. That was his penance. He went to court. They judged him and made him drink. I believe It was either strychnine or wormwood. One of those two that was very, uh, could have been, uh, Peter probably knows what it is. Right. Peter's Peter's uh, as much of a history book as I am. Uh, and so he probably knows what poison it was. I think it was wormwood. Don't quote me. Could have been strychnine or one of those rat poison. It was around before we used it for rat poison. And he died because he said the planet was round. Okay, so that's how intolerant they used to be on this planet. They're still trying to be just as intolerant. The problem is they can't kill us off as easily as they tried before. They were able to. There's too many of us now. The prophecies are coming true. Do you understand? Yes, and Peter's you're going down this road. Let's go down this road because it's important. I'll put it up on the screen and read it for the people that are listening on the MP3 file. The oak is the tree of knowledge. In the, in the tree of wisdom, the oak is, this is why you're chopping down the oak tree, right? The oak tree, that's why Oak Island when they when they created Oak Island, we know it was created now by the Sinclair family. They made the island, and then they were hiding at one point. I'm pretty sure the the information was either scrolls, possibly like the Dead Sea, or the Ark of the Covenant, or something that was information that was very valuable that was being hidden and is still being locked away until the time of tribulations till now. Okay. Yeah, Jacqueline says the prophecies are truth. They are. The prophecies are all happening now. Okay, so Oak Island, they took oak trees and buried them or planted them on Oak Island. The oak tree is not indigenous to North America, especially not Nova Scotia. So they were brought in and planted there as a marker for those who have the eyes to see and the knowledge to understand that something very important is has to do with that island, its position, it's something, maybe there's something buried, maybe not, maybe just a message, because there's a lot of messages on the surface that they have, uh, they're not talking a lot about on the show, but they hint at, and I know because I've researched it, so I'm watching the show and I'm going, 
they don't know this. I, I should probably try to contact them. But when you try to do that, people ignore you because I'm sure they have a million people doing that. Just like I was watching the Skinwalker Ranch and they, they had recorded something in a helicopter and there was something, uh, the helicopter's depth uh, finder, you know, the, for that, how, how high they were in the air, kept saying they were, uh, they were three feet off the ground and then it would go back to, to being 1,500 feet off the ground and then it would be 40 feet and then it would go back down to like three feet and they, they didn't know what was going on and freaked them out and they landed. I watched the video and paused it and saw an object flying under uh, at very, very fast rate of speed. I could only pick it up on three frames as it entered, middle, and exited, and I sent pictures to them, never heard a word from them. Don't know if they even cared, don't know if they even got it, but I sent the uh, pictures of that and told them when to look on what camera and to slow down their own video, and they'll see an object that kept passing underneath them. So it was going to from the east to the west and then going back from the east to the west. So it was either the same object going around them or it was many drones or something shooting under them that they couldn't see with the naked eye but the camera picked up, but they ignored me. And, uh, and uh, uh, as far as I know, they haven't, well, they, they filmed, but I, they haven't come out with the new season. We'll see if it's ever addressed uh, in there at all. Uh, but I caught it. They didn't catch it. So we'll see what happens there. Okay. So yeah, Oak Island looks like uh, an elephant uh, when viewed from above. Yeah, it does. It looks like, it does look like a, like a baby elephant. Uh, some people say it looks like a duck because the, the kind of nose is almost a bill, but it looks like an elephant. I agree. What is that? Where does that come from? Ganesh, the elephant, comes from the Eastern philosophic thought, which is where they stole the swastika from. Uh, the, the Aryans who were trying to take over the world were trying to use the swastika, which was came from Ganesh is always synonymous with either having it on, on uh, its belly or somewhere in its hand or uh, somewhere around uh, when it sits. And it also had the, the, the two fingers, which is, uh, you know, as above, so below. I can't show you both. But uh, if you look at Baphomet or Behemet, depends on how you say that, uh, that that's the, 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 uh, the satanic uh, uh, construct, which they took from a, a pagan religion uh, of the goat. Uh, and if you look at, at that Behemet, the, the statue, it always has two fingers up, two fingers down. That means as above, so below. Uh, that's the same information. That's all of this which is happening, um, right? In Irish, Kildare, Peter Sam. So we'll see what he says here. We'll put it up on the screen so I can read it better. In Irish, Kildare symbolism into uh, into the church of the oak, and the Irish were uh, full of the oak trees, uh, uh, the cylinder street, right? And, and yeah, Bridget, uh, the land of the oak. Yeah, and uh, so so all the oak is very important. This is why the oak trees were brought and and uh, and planted with the monks as they came over here. You have to understand that most of the religion that is now Christianity uh, and the heritage, which is now Christianity, uh, is only around because the Irish monks, you guys should look this up. You can look up the book, How the Irish Saved the World. I'm not just saying that because I'm Irish descent. I'm saying that because it's true. Uh, when they burned all the scrolls and they were trying to get rid of all the knowledge of the known world and the history of the world, when they burned Alexandria, all this stuff, they're trying to eradicate any knowledge that any humans could find. So this goes all the way back to the Caesars when this happened. Julius Caesar burned the cat. Why did he do that? He did it because he was trying to, he was nefarious, and they understood what was happening in the world, and they were making sure the human race had no knowledge prior to that day. They continued that into the Renaissance, burning all books. The Irish monks and the Scottish monks stole as many scrolls as they could steal and hid them in Ireland. And then they had scribes and hired scribes and trained scribes 
to recopy word for word every scroll in every book. And when they had enough of them, they would tell the scribe, take all these books and go, you go to Germany, you go to France, you go to Scotland, you go to England, start another church, do the same thing, hire people to scribes and make more books and send them out and create churches in all these countries. This is true. You can look this up. So all the information, everything we have in history that is not a scroll we found in the desert, even the, the current Bible that we have on this earth is only here because the Irish monks and the Scottish monks stole it away and recopied them and then reintroduced them to the whole world. So every bit of history that goes back to the burning of Alexandria and that tale and anything prior to that is, is from the information they got. And the, an example of that is the Colburn Bible. You can look this up. The Colburn Bible is a Scottish Bible. The first seven books are scrolls that came out of Egypt during the Exodus. And then the last, uh, 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 or the first six books, and the last seven books are the scrolls that they had in Scotland, which was their original creation story. And they coincide. So they, they basically, the Scottish say, look, these came out of Egypt with Moses. And we got a hold of them and put them in our Bible. And this one is what we already had. And they're, uh, they're identical. Do you understand? So the creation stories, they were, they were showing that the Viking creation story, the Christian creation story, the Mesopotamian creation story, the Hebrew, the Muslim, the every country in the, on the earth, their creation story and their ancient scrolls were all the same story. And it was all telling about now as well, guys. That's why I'm talking about going back in the past. All of those are talking about what's going to happen in the future, which is now. Now, now. Right? This is now. Where is this? This is now, sir. What do you mean this is now? This is now, now. How can it be now? We haven't even got done filming the, the movie yet. It's a new technology, sir. Spaceballs, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about there. That was hilarious. Okay, now Peter says, in 1916, the Irish went to Germany to take the scrolls out of Germany in the First World War to take all the books of knowledge. And, and this is why we lost the War of Independence. And that's, uh, proven, that's a proven fact, right? Because they did what the people didn't want them to do. And a lot of this, you have to realize, these wars that have been going on were to eradicate that exact thing. You notice that even now, look at what Russia is doing in Ukraine. They're bombing places like libraries and places where they keep information and, and uh, records, as well as schools and churches. Think about that, right? There's a reason for that. Right, Casey said, hello there, my friends. Bummed, I missed the beginning, sorry. But uh, it's great to see you, thank you. It's great to see you too. Um, so, but thank you for being here. Show this out, show this out, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't even go there, Omar. I'm going to read. I put it up on the screen. I kind of like what they did in Iraq to get to the ancient tech. Now, you guys need to understand what he's referring to here. I watched this happen live, and so did Omar, and we've talked about this many times. If you go back, or if you're old enough to remember, go back in your memory to the when when Iraq was being invaded by the Americans during their, their, their uh, you know, before it was des before it was Desert Shield, they became Desert Storm. Okay. While that was happening, what you had happening in the cities, and this was being filmed and people were talking about it, was people were looting and pillaging and stealing and destroying ancient history that they had in their museums and in their libraries 
ahead of the people coming, the conquerors, the Americans. But some of the people that were doing it were paid for by the Americans. So there was this race to get ancient knowledge, not just going after, you guys think it was just all about oil and money. Omar just gave you the tip of the iceberg you should look into. Every war that we have on this planet has another agenda besides just the money that you see and the oil that you see. They went into Iraq and they were going into the all the libraries. They were going into the secret stashes of scrolls and they were going into all of the uh, the museums and they were stealing shit. And some people were going in just to destroy it, burn the place down, break everything and destroy everything in sight. Why would they be doing that? And it wasn't everybody blamed it and said it was the Iraqis. Why would the Iraqi people destroy shit before the Americans got there when they could just steal it and run away with it? The ones who were stealing it and running away with it mostly were the people trying to save history. The other ones were trying to burn it down. So there was a small war going on in the cities over the ancient knowledge prior to the Americans reaching there with all their tanks and everything else. Look into that. Okay, it's very important. When when um, uh, what's his name uh, uh, was it? Gaddafi? Who who is the one that they hung? Uh, when they when they were trying him with that mock bullshit trial, I watched it. He kept saying everything I did, I did because the American government told me to. I did all of this because the UN government told me to. I need to get to my diary. He had he had a diary with all the files in it where he wrote down everything. And, of course, they invaded his house, and that thing disappeared, and the courts wouldn't let him get the information to defend himself to prove that he was only doing what he was told, ordered to by the English and American government, the empire that rules the earth, the Fourth Reich, that is the Nazi empire, were telling him what to do, propped him up, put him in power, and told him what to do. And the second he got a little testy with their with them being his ruler, they came in, took his land, and murdered him over all of that. And and everybody thinks that he, that he was a bad guy and that he was killing his own people. Did you see it? Or did the news tell you it? Think about that, guys. You have to understand that there's more going on uh, than more nefarious shit going on than what they tell you. So when they're telling you it's all about money, power, and, and oil, that's part of it. But that's just the part they want you to focus on. They don't want you to focus on the spirituality and what they're doing behind the scenes, raping the world of any kind of knowledge when they find it. It was Gaddafi. Okay, thank you, Omar. It was Muammar Gaddafi. Go back and try and watch the tapes. Find that stuff where you see Muammar Gaddafi in his trial and read what he was saying. I'm telling you, I watched it happen live. He wasn't speaking in English. He was speaking, I believe, in Farsi, but don't quote me. I don't know if that was the language he was speaking. But they were translating it, and he kept saying over and over, this is a farce. This is a lie. You guys are just, I don't even, this is a TV trial. I was ordered to do this by the powers that should not be, that put me in charge, that put me in power. They told me to kill those people. They told me to use biological weapons. I only did what they told me to do. Okay. Now you can say, oh, he was just a liar because he was trying to save his life. He knew it was a bullshit mock trial. Everyone did. If you don't know that when you're watching it, it's completely obvious. Even when he was speaking, they were telling him to shut up. They wouldn't let him even defend himself. But he was in a cage in front of everybody, which America started doing, by the way. They used to not have people in cages. They brought them into the court. And now here in America, you're standing in a cage looking at the judge. Here in Sacramento, they do it all the time. Standing in a cage looking at the judge. When did that start in America? When did we become England with putting you in a cage in front of the, of, in front of the vicar? When did that start happening? 
When did you lose your rights to be able to sit in chains or to sit like a, like a, you're standing, you don't even, sometimes you get a chair and you're in a cage in the courtroom. When did that start happening in America? Does anybody know the answer to that? I do. Okay. <clears throat> so, so you have to realize like Omar saying a lot in the, in the, in the audience. Again, he's saying that, right? He also wanted to create the, the gold dinar as his currency. That's why they went after him, Omar. Let me put that up on the screen. <clears throat> because he wanted to get off their money. He wanted to get off the, the oil money, the petroleum dollar, which is the American uh, dollar or, or the English sterling. It depends on who's in charge. The euro was the petroleum dollar for a minute. So he wanted to, to to because he wanted to sell, right? So he also wanted to create the golden dinar as his currency to sell oil so that he, he they fucked him up, right? They, they, they fucked up all the bankers. He screwed them up by competing, basically. That's what China's trying to do now. Right. So because of that, that's what that's what all this right now. The, the American dollar is going to go away if they keep doing what they're doing and printing money. It's going to crash and you're going to have probably the Chinese yen that's going to become the new uh, the new currency of the realm. OK. <clears throat> right. Just like just what Putin did. Exactly. That's just like what Putin did. Do you understand that? Putin's not a bad guy like people think he is. He might be crazy right now, and he might be trying to take Ukraine and getting his ass kicked over there and falling back, and he's going to keep the, the, the Donbass region, probably. Um, I don't know, though. But, but you know, Putin is not – he's not a great guy, but he's not the cabal. Understand that, okay? What you see playing out on, the, on your news, on television here in America or on the North American continent is propaganda – and they're telling you, I can't go into too many more details because I'll get banned because the algorithm will pick me up. Okay. So if you guys want that content and you want to know what's going on with that, contact me later when I'm not on the air or contact Omar later when we're not on the air and we'll give you an earful of what all that really is doing. Okay. So yeah, Putin's, Putin's uh, uh, ruble is now connected to gold, right? So to buy from Russia, you got to buy with gold. Do you understand? And then you have uh, countries. Who was it that one of the countries trans, uh, went over to Bitcoin? So they're not on the, the petroleum dollar. They're on Bitcoin. Who was that? wasn't Venezuela. Was it Argentina? Yeah, it had to have been because that's the CIA. That's the Germans. So the Nazis it went uh, to Bitcoin as their currency because they're already getting off of this oil dollar because they know it's, they're trying to crush it. That's how they're going to crush the American economy and the people here and anyone else that's working off of this dollar, which is most countries. They need to get rid of it because they're trying to make us die. They're trying to force us into fighting so they can justify killing us. Do you understand? You have to buy the energy with rubles, right? To get rubles, you got to buy gold, see? And, and now because the American dollar is based on the petrol, is based on, uh, on just fictitious made up, when gold goes up in value, the American dollar goes down because gold is the standard for tangible. Bitcoin and all that stuff, even though people say, well, it's fake, it's just made up. It's no different than the American dollar, no different than the euro, no different than any monetary system that 90% of the population of the planet use. It's just made up. Bitcoin, well, Bitcoin just exists on a computer, so is your dollar. Difference is they started making paper dollars. They got coins now that are bitcoins. So there's no difference. Bitcoin is is tangible because it's based on gold. <laughs> the American dollar's not. It's based on petrol and and the and us having it. 
But when you don't have it, it becomes useless. And if gold prices go up, it's because the whoever's in whoever the currency of the realm is, which it happens to be in the American dollar right now, but that's not going to last. The euro will take over or the yen will take over soon and we'll be in trouble because our economy is nothing if the world is not using our dollar. Do you understand that? You guys need to understand that. If the world currency is no longer the American dollar, our dollar is useless. It's monopoly money. Do you understand that? So if you don't have tangible gold, silver, jewels, emeralds, any kind of uh, value that is natural on this planet, you have no money unless the American dollar stays stable. And right now it is the most unstable that it's been almost in the history of the American dollar. You guys just don't know that because you're watching a news channel that is selling you only propaganda. And you don't get it. And most of you out there didn't take a civics class, nor did you take an economics class, and especially a world economics class. Because you didn't do that, they know that you don't understand what's happening to you. But those of us who do understand what's happening to us are trying to tell you something. Okay? And that's been happening worldwide for a very long time. Do you understand that? And people have been trying to tell you this has been a nefarious attempt over and over and over and over in history like a cyclical nature of them trying to take control and, and decimate the population so that everybody who dies is reborn and their mind wiped again. And you don't know what you know at all. And you come in all brand new and then they have all this fake AI up. This world uh, is, is mostly fake and you don't see, and then the rest of it's fake anyways. You guys don't understand that until you hit a certain level as well. The, the, the entire world is fake to begin with because it's a construct of the creator. And we are too. So this reality that we're living in is not even real. And then inside this reality, the nefarious stuff that we created as the creator to test ourselves and to push ourselves into learning faster, created another portion inside of the portion that we created for ourselves. So that's what you guys understand when you get above that. And you look back down on this entire dichotomy between good and evil that you see. And that's when, when people say to me and they get kind of annoyed when they say, well, I'm talking about the scrolls. Well, you're a Christian minister. How can you look at these scrolls without being Christian-minded? Because I actually see the scrolls for what they are. They're nursery rhymes for children, all of them. Every scroll that is out there on the face of the earth is intended for a child. That's how simple it is when you get it. You look back and you go, oh, man, it's everywhere. It's in everything. It literally is everything. Nature itself, the reality that we're in, is the way. Okay? And you, you, you will see that. Some of you do already. Some of you already know this, and I'm preaching to the choir. Okay? But it literally is. So, so evil can never win. It was a construct of ours. It's not an entity that was created. It's not equal to God. It can't take over. Because it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's what it was created to do. It was created to work for a certain time and then not work anymore for anyone. But it's perpetual, and it stays there for all the new souls. They all have to go through this. We all have to go through this. It's our initiation into life. You have to understand death to understand life. So you can't understand the universe. You can't understand the universe. You can't get it until you get all of it. That means everything, all positive and all negative. And you have to see it all, to get it all. You have to experience it all. And once you do, 
and you are able to perceive that, everything changes. You're above it now. And the ego really can't bother you. It can try and pull you back down, and society tries to do that as well. So we all have our days. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I'm in this place where I never have egoic thought. I can't say that. That would be a lie. Do you understand? But if you can stay above that position, above that plane, because there's a place, and I teach you guys that with that 30-second meditation, you achieve that when you're present in the now, and you're not thinking, and your ego's not talking to your mind, and your mind's not talking to you, and you're experiencing, that's when you're above that, and you're the experiencer. Do you understand? When you see that sunset, you go, wow. And you stop thinking, and you just are there taking it in. That's you. That's your soul above the thinking mind, above the reach of the thinking mind, above the reach of the ego. That's your soul. That's your immortal soul witnessing the beauty of what you see in front of you in this third dimensional reality, this fourth dimensional reality. And you're and you're moving into the fifth dimensional reality, and that's what you're perceiving there. Do you understand? When you see something, you go to the Grand Canyon saying, you go, wow. Or Niagara Falls, wow. A baby born and it cries and you go, wow. Look at that. You look into the eyes of a baby and that baby looks back at you. And the baby's looking at you without ego. There is no mind. There is no ego. There is no thought yet. The baby is just experiencing everything. That is that place. So that's why the baby always has a smile on its face. When it's doing it, because it is just wonderment. I'm alive. This is beautiful. But it's not even thinking that yet. Do you understand? That's the place we're trying to achieve, and that's how we get here is through that process. Do you understand that? And then we get corrupted by this society and locked into this matrix, locked into this prison. But the prison was designed to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Do you understand? And then nefariousness, evil, was designed to have a beginning and a middle and an end. And this dance that is the yin-yang is supposed to happen. There is no battle between good and evil. It's not a fight going on between. If you, that's, that's the wrong way. If you engage in that thought process of fighting, I will conquer evil. We have to destroy evil. It can't happen. Evil will never be destroyed. It's designed to be there perpetually for every soul to begin over and over and over and over again, to go through that same rite of initiation, that same process to become the being. You being. Do you understand? That's what's happening now is you're, is you're going to be able to see and perceive that more now than ever in any lifetime you've been here before. So it's going to be easier for people to ascend now. They can't stop it. The devil's time is done. Finria the wolf is, is leaving uh, from being covering the sky, right? Kali Yuga is coming to an end, right? Bakhtun 12 is over and Bakhtun 13 is starting. And why is it 13? Because it's the one, guys. It's the same as 3, 6, and 9, 3, 6, 9, 12. And then what? It's not. It's 13. It's not. It's the one. See, we always say that it's not 12, 13, 14, 15, right? It's not. That's not where it goes. From 12, it goes to 1, or it goes 1 plus 2, right? So you get the 13. You add 1 to the 12. It's 13 or the 1. 
but they've made 13. Everybody thinks 13 is evil, and it's a bad number. It's not. The 13th Warrior. Think about that. That was a book written by Michael Crichton. And it was about the story of Beowulf, who was the savior character, who sacrificed himself for the world, died fighting the serpent that came out of the ground, who was the evil queen, who was the mother of all of the of the uh, Grendel, which the Vendel, which means Grendel, which means grinder. It was actually the name of, of one person who ground, ground his teeth when he was a baby. And so his dad nicknamed him Grinder, Grendel, Vendo. So they called the entire uh, race the Vendo. It's stupid shit that I know. Right? <laughs> and yes, Omar says it's when, that is when, put it up on the screen, that is when you make telepathic connection, right, with babies, they trust you. That's when he's talking about when you see them. And you make that connection with them and it pulls you into that that thing where you go, wow. It's because they trust you and they're going, wow, as well. They're just in that, that looking around the world. And you look at them and go, wow, because you're seeing their soul and it's pure and there's no ego and no thought. Now you're making that telepathic communication. That's what Omar was referring to there. Right? And then the 13, the 13 months. Right. So there's, it's very important. The number 13 is not as unimportant or evil. You know, it only became synonymous with bad luck uh, back in, in, uh, in uh, the day. It was uh, Friday the 13th, October, Friday the 13th in 1207, when the pope who was in France at the time, because they had moved the papal uh, seat from Rome to France and eventually moved it back to Rome with the French king when they realized that the Templar Knights owned more of Europe than they did and had more money than they did and both had uh, had borrowed money from the Knights to uh, wage war in different places and they owed the Knights a shit ton of money. They decided to take all the Knights they had, the military they had, and arrest all of the Templars and take all of their land, all of their money, all of their resources, their ships, their armaments, their, their soldiers, and anybody who didn't swear allegiance to either the king in France or the pope in, in France or both would be executed with, uh, with all the rest. And it was done on Friday the 13th, so it became unlucky if your name was on the list. And that's how Friday the 13th became unlucky. And the number 13. You can look that up in history. I've done several shows. You can't go back in my archives on YouTube because they've been deleted, but you can go back in my archives on uh, Facebook at Orion Rising, and you can see that we did two three-hour shows just on the number 13 in the Templar Knights. Did three on three if you, if you throw in the Templar Knights. So we did two on 13 and two on the Temple Knights. So we did four shows, and all of them just about were three hours apiece, right? Yeah, 1913. Uh, 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 James is bringing that up. Uh, about 1913. What was the significance of that? 1912 was, what did Peter say? 1912 was when the in, when the invasion was happening and the Irish had to steal away to Germany because 1913 was when they were going through all of that and, and burning everything, right? Right, Peter says the angel number 666 is the symbol of balance of your family home and love and happiness and hope for the world. Do you understand that? And they took that number and they they transformed it into the evil number. They've taken everything in creation, well, or that was created as a sacred right, and they flipped it upside down. Do you understand? They did that with the cross. They did that with the star, the star with the circle. That was the pentacle, 
which was the five-pointed star with the point up. They turned it upside down, put the goat head from Baphomet or Behemet, depends on how you want to say it, and, and took that as the symbol of evil and said it was Satan and Satan's army and uh, the satanic verses and all of that was just whatever all of them stand for were the opposite. That's all they did. They corrupted everything. Right, Omar knows a lot about this. Omar's done shows. He did an entire on uh, for my anniversary for my was my fifth year uh, last year or the fourth year. One of those, Omar did on my show. He did three hours, two three hour segments, just on the symbolism and the corruption of the symbolism of the Satan worshippers, the Luciferians, the powers that should not be. Uh, you should check that out. Go to you can go to my archives and watch that. You can go to Omar's archives and watch that. He explains that even this symbol, which in American Sign Language means I love you, is now an Illuminati symbol of nefariousness. So they've taken everything and they try to add the evil magic and evil connotation and evil uh, intention to something that is holy to try and bring down the vibration of it. And Omar explains all of that. You guys should go and take a look at what he's talking about. He did a whole bunch of stuff on that. Right? Yeah, it, it, Omar said, like love and Satanism. Exactly. They took all that was love, and then they said, we're the opposite. Do you understand? And that was the nefariousness on purpose, part of the illusion. Right? And that's what, now my microphone won't stay where I want it. And James says, uh, I'm going to put it up on the screen, James, for everybody to see it here, right? Spell work first, he says, which is important to know because it adds to what he says here. And then he says, illusions, we just need to reverse their spells. That's why I wanted to put up spell work. Uh, because, yes, they're putting evil connotations, evil spells onto all of the holy symbols, gestures, sayings that they can find. This is why, I'm glad you guys put this in here because it's a perfect segue. This is why all of the people like Da Vinci and all the artists who wrote music and people who write books and movies, this is why their messages that are in there telling the true story the Bible code, all of this stuff is there if you have the vibratory pattern, if you vibrate at the right level to see the true story. Those who are ego and they are completely separate from the light, from the source, and they defy the source can't ever, 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 ever figure out the stories until they change their ways and move back towards the light. And the reason that, that most people can't understand the scrolls and that they were locked away until a time in the future was in the time when they were written, the majority of the people were so evil and away from God, I should go this way, and, and away from God that they couldn't understand them. And it takes a holy person, someone who's closer to the light and their vibration, to be able to actually trans to to translate them or to read them properly and understand them, understand them. And this is why they said, no, this is all locked away for a time way in the future from now, because nobody now has the eyes or the ears or the heart to see and understand the true story. But eventually that will happen because it's there and it gets into our soul through osmosis. Our higher, higher self understands it and tries to translate it to our soul. And that's why people read things and they see things in there and they try to tell people, people go, what are you talking about? That's not even a thing. I don't even understand. They won't say that. I don't even understand what you're saying or what that scroll says. That's why they took so many of the scrolls out. Some of them they knew people would translate. Some of them it was information they didn't want the people to have. 
So they were burning them, and the people went and stole them away. The Essenes stole them away and buried them in the Dead Sea. And some kids were throwing rocks in a cave at lunchtime while they were herding sheep. Heard pottery break and went in there and said, what the hell is this? Half the, Some of them were burned. Some of them were burned as firewood. It wasn't until somebody actually opened them, the kids took them to somebody, and somebody looked at them and said, where did you get these? And then they went and got what was there. So there were some that we lost. There were some that we lost. We know that. But those will appear. Some of this knowledge is locked away. Think about the, all, the, all the crystal skulls. Thirteen, mind you, crystal skulls. There's that number again. <laughs> okay? And we currently have 12, but not the 13th. Why? For the same reason that we only have 12 stories of Jesus and we haven't figured out the 13. For the same reason that we keep seeing the number 13 all the time. And the same reason why we tell you 3, 6, 9, 12, the next number is 13. And that becomes the one. Do you understand? You may not, but you will eventually. Some of you do. Some of you don't. Some of you will get that. Some of you will understand it. So the number 13 is not the evil bad luck number, just like the number nine is is the God. It's the hex boson. It's the God energy. It's not God, but it's the God, the creation energy. Eight is the infinity. Why is eight the infinity? Because it's just prior to nine. To get to nine, you first have to get to eight with your intentions. So you have to unlock infinite wisdom, infinite love, infinite ability. So you have to understand the eight as you're going three plus three plus three. When you're going three plus six equals nine, you're going seven, eight, nine. Seven being a holy God number, eight being infinity, nine being the God Portical, the guard energy, the hex boson. Think about why those numbers uh, appear that way in nature. And everyone says seven is the number of God, eight is infinity, but nine is the perfect creation power of God. Do you understand that? So you have to go through that progression and understanding of what energy does what with your intentions and what it becomes. And it becomes the hex boson. And when you take your energy then, and your attention one more time, it becomes 12, which is what is the perfection. You're on the precipice now of going through the zero point. You now have that ability. And when you understand that one thing, which controls them all, the one ring to control them all, the one, the center of the clock, which was the Jesus character, which is all the savior character and the hero character, uh, it was written by Joseph Campbell, a book called The Hero of a Thousand Faces, where he's telling the same story I'm telling you now. Do you understand that? That's the 13. You add one to the 12, it becomes 13. What is that? That's the one. When you add the oneness to yourself and you get the number 13, it is the number one. It is the zero point. It is the where the energy is the alpha and the omega, which was stolen from that knowledge. And that's why Moses believed it to be true, because the nefarious God said, I am the alpha and the omega. I am the beginning and the end. I am the creation and the destruction. But he didn't put those words down, all of them, did he? But we know that now. Okay, so that's the zero point. Zero for female, because they give birth just like the zero dimension. This is Omar speaking. I'm going to put it up on the screen. Just like the zero dimension. Oops, somebody said something and it moved out of the way. <laughs> the zero dimension, which gives birth to all that is. Okay, so we talked about this on Wednesday. You can't be perfect if you don't have a balance and understand the masculine energy and the feminine energy. Doesn't mean you have to become feminine and I'm going to be gay if I learn that energy. No, I can't do that. No, no, 
No, that's a choice that you make long before you're born anyways. Okay. <laughs> so that has nothing to do with your physical corporal body or, or what your sexual preference is. This is a spiritual energy that Omar is talking about. And without the motivation, though, because the zero, the energy, the feminine energy motivates the male to go and do something. Think about if you're a guy, you're motivated by women. You're motivated by what? At first, you're motivated by pussy. As soon as you understand that, as soon as your balls drop, you're motivated by pussy, and that motivates you. Everything you do in your life from that point on is trying to get back into that place you came out of, but not the one you came out of, because that's your mom. Do you understand? Unless you, unless you're like Freud, and you are, and I'm pretty sure Freud had sex with his mom probably many times. Hence the Oedipus complex. Okay, so let's get away from that crazy from your nefariousness. But the the male introducing the masculine energy is the only thing that, that motivates the female. The female is not motivated otherwise. If the male is not around, the female will do nothing. But and knowing that the male is going to return or the male is there motivates her, but he's only motivated by her. It's a symbiotic relationship that is the yin and the yang. Without the female, the male does nothing. Without the male, the female does nothing. So it's a symbiotic relationship that motivates the two. But only through the balance, if I'm separated in a body that I'm a male and I'm separated from the female, I have to incorporate both of those energies into myself before I can be the creator because the creator is androgynous. Do you understand that word? Do you understand that word? Do you get that word? Androgynous means a entity that is both male and female, equal, the same, one. We are all the same way, even though we've been separated. We were separated here on purpose so that we can understand 100% both energies, separate, and that we're trying to bring them back together as one. We need each other. It's symbiosis. It's a symbiotic relationship, but symbiotic. Without the feminine, the masculine dies. Without the masculine, the feminine dies. Do you understand? So the universe only works because we are both. Because we are both here. And some women have more masculine energy than men. And some men have more feminine energy than women. That doesn't mean that they're gay. Some of them could be, and some of them are. But even people, men who are gay, there's a masculine and a feminine in every relationship. Women who are gay, it's the same. There's a masculine and a feminine. One has the masculine energy, one has the feminine, but they work on a balance between the two. Relationships only work when both are harmonious with each other. Trusting, right? We talked about that on my show to, uh, last week or the week before. We talked about becoming trust, taking care of yourself, doing the inner work so that you can then be trust yourself by being objective. And then you what are honest and then you're open and then you're taking care of your own shit. And that allows you to love yourself, which allows other someone else to love you and allows you to love them. If the female does the same thing and you guys are both working together and then guess what happens? You have a relationship that works and you're harmonious and it's beautiful. It doesn't matter what your physical construct is. It's a matter of what your soul took on in this reality. Do you understand? And then you're equal. That's right. James said it. Equal. Equality. Balance. Correct. Balance. Do you understand? So that is the only way. Right? Omar says, I don't watch videos on Facebook, and the only reason that I'm here is because I can't find Leo's YouTube. I don't, I put it in the last show. Hold on, I'm going to log into YouTube right now, okay, brother? 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up. Hold on a second. I did that last time for people that were uh, on Facebook that wanted to watch on YouTube. So I, I'll put it as soon as this thing loads and loads into YouTube here. I'll uh, I'll put it up for you. I'll, I'll copy and paste it, <laughs> and so that you guys have it because I because otherwise yeah right because Omar you're right Omar never wants to be my computer's being slow now. Uh, here we go. Hold on. Uh, and so yeah, yeah, Omar never wants to be on Facebook, and the only reason here is because he can't find my YouTube channel. Uh, it's not listed as uh, Oran Rising, bro. It's under my name, right? And then look, they logged me out. I uh, gotta love that. So now I'm gonna have to uh, to do my phone and log myself in. That's hilarious that they would do that. So once that comes through, I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 copy and paste it. Let's see if it just logged me in. If it logs, it just logged me in. I didn't ask for permission. Good. Let the other one. It made me have permission every single time. So let me go to my channel here, Omar, and I'll I'll copy and paste it for you in the chat. And this is where all my, or I'm live now, and all my videos will go for those of you who are watching the show who may have had to come to Facebook because my YouTube channel got taken down when I uh, limited the access of Google, who was into everything on my phone. There's the the link, Omar, in the chat. You should be able to see it. Uh, if you grab that link, uh, that'll take you to my YouTube channel. Everybody else that is normally on YouTube, uh, or if you are talking to anybody, Omar, or anybody out there, if you know people that are only on YouTube and they were watching me before and I disappeared, uh, it's because I was deplatformed on that email account. And this one's my new, my, uh, my new one. Or actually, it's an old one. Uh, another one, because I have three. I have two now. Uh, and I was posting some stuff there. So you'll see there's other videos besides Orion Rising that are there. I was starting to do the way, the the the, uh, and I ended up just doing it on Orion Rising and talking about the way. So you'll see a bunch of videos prior to that where I'm talking about different things about spirituality, uh, which I just transferred instead of doing it separate. I just put it right into Orion Rising and went from there doing that. Um, okay, so there's that. I'm going to put up uh, on the screen again because I'm going to uh, uh, call this to an end here. I'm going to put up on the screen. We have coming up here is a commercial. I'm going to read this for those of you who are on the MP3 file. Hold on one second. I got to put my foot back up. My foot was hurting being down. My left one that I injured that I was in the hospital and almost lost half my foot over. Friday, May 13th, 2022 at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, U.S. Pacific Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. GMT. And if you're in India, before 30 a.m., so it would be the next day on the 14th. We're going to have a live interview, two-hour, minimum two-hour interview with Andrew Collins to kick off his new book, Origins of the Gods, which is going to be on shelves on the 13th, Friday the 13th. It'll be on shelves. I think you can pre-order it now. And if you, and it will only be uh, exclusively on uh, that in that group. So you have to go to the the group, which um, I had up here before, but now I've uh, now I took it down. Uh, but if you go back in the chat to the beginning, you'll see I linked it there. A link to I uh, let me get it, let me grab it again over here. Um, I'll grab it again and I'll put it up there for Orion Rising. Uh, you the group Orion Rising on Facebook. So those of you who are not on in the group, uh, you, the only way you can watch the video is to join the group and watch the video after. Um, wait a minute. This is, I'm going to pages here after talking to myself, after it's gone live, after we're live, we're going to give a copy to, to Andrew Collins and his producers. Uh, and they're going to uh, pop it up on wherever he puts it up. He'll have a copy and his producer will have a copy of it. Uh, and so it'll go live so you can be able to see it 
if you don't join it. But to be in, but to the, the whole purpose of this is if you look at the bottom of the screen here, it says attention. This will only be played on Ancient Aliens Worldwide uh, exclusively. I won't be broadcasting it anywhere else. And the reason for that is that we're going to be giving away uh, three of his books the brand new book that he has that's coming out that day. If you're in the chat, we're going to have three separate contests and uh, whoever wins those contests is going to get a free book mailed to them from his producer or his, uh, I'm sorry, it's the uh, um, um, people who, who made his book. They'll mail it out to you. So uh, you have to be live. You'll have to be attending. Uh, and then we'll get your information uh, via uh, instant messenger or email, however we need to contact you. We'll get that information to them. And then and the, the three people who are going to win the books are going to win these books. After that's over, when they say it's okay, I will rebroadcast it. I'll premiere it on uh, Orion Rising and on uh, YouTube, my, my channel there, uh, and uh, in the different, probably everywhere. I'll premiere it. So those people, you'll be able to see it probably the next week, uh, but it won't be live. And you won't get to participate or ask any questions because he's going to be taking questions. Uh, that's why he wants to go for a couple of hours. So we're going to be monitoring the chat and we're going to be asking questions to him. Uh, and uh, it's going to be really cool. And that's Friday, May 13th, 2022. Ancient Aliens Worldwide. And um, oh, I didn't put it up there, did I? I grabbed it and I didn't put, put copy. I'm here. They put it in the chat. So those of you, oh no, that's still the YouTube channel, right? <laughs> Sorry. I thought I grabbed this and, and copied it, but apparently I did not. Oh, it's still uh, the YouTube. Why is it showing the YouTube channel here? This is weird. Yeah, that's showing. I'm, I'm on Ancient Aliens Worldwide and the, and the URL is showing that I'm on YouTube, not on Ancient Aliens. Strange. Now it's, it's just readjusted. That was weird. So I logged in to, <laughs> to Ancient Aliens Worldwide and it had the URL still stuck as my YouTube channel, even though I was on a different, uh, I had to close that window that was YouTube to get it to, uh, to actually activate. So now uh, I'll put it up in the chat for those of you who are, who are wanting to see it. I'm going to paste it here in the chat. Um, but I don't think it's, I don't think I'm broadcasting to the chat uh, on uh, Facebook. So I have to go back to the, now to the page for whatever reason, when I posted it there, it didn't post it to you guys that are live here. So I'm going to go to the comments on my page where I'm live and I'm going to post it there. So now you guys can see it. It should pop up, right? So now you guys can see that on Facebook for whatever reason, it wasn't showing and it's not showing here. So for some reason, it, it even though I changed that one to um, for the world, maybe it didn't, maybe it's this one. I have two of them up there when I shared some. That might be my problem. So we'll see if that goes up there, right? That one did. Bang. There it is. All right. So for those of you who are on Facebook, you now have the link to uh, Ancient Aliens Worldwide to join the group. To, to and when, Then if you go to the events, I didn't put that up. I had a link for that earlier. But if you go to the events calendar, you can then go there and, and click on the, the uh, events calendar saying that you are going. Uh, and we'll know how many people are going that are going to show up. We had a lot of people that are saying maybe a lot of people that are saying they're thinking about it. And a lot of people saying, yes, there is no, you know, we have, you could have, we could have 10,000 people watching. There is no limit because it's not going to be broadcast in a place where you have to log in to, uh, to, and only have a certain amount of people in the audience. That's why we're doing it live in the group. So if there's a uh, uh, 10,000 people there, if we all 300,000 people show up, they can all watch it. 
live. Uh, and that'll be fun for the contest, right? That'll be crazy. So you guys want to take a look at that. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome, right? Let me turn that off. There we go. Uh, so take a look at that guys. It's going to be cool. Uh, and, uh, look forward to the calendar because there's going to be other things that are coming up. Also, uh, if you're in my spiritual group, I have a spiritual group that is, I'm going to, I'll link that to you as well. Cause I'm going to, I'm doing live uh, shows. Let me go. I have to go there now. I have to leave for my ancient aliens and go to my spiritual group, which is psychic readings and development. Uh, and we actually, um, have, I think I'm going, I think I'm live there too. So it might've worked for the chat there. Um, I am live there too, but uh, it's not there, but I'll put it up. Um, so I'll grab this here and I'll, I'll give this to you guys. So this group is, uh, I'll be doing content there. We've already done a couple live shows there. A lot of people go live there and do psychic readings. Uh, that has been there for, I don't know, we've had it for like five years now. Uh, and that's there to develop and help people to develop skills, psychic abilities. So if you think you have or you want to have or you do have psychic abilities, but you are you need somebody to work with, we have a whole staff of people there, including myself, who work with people. On uh, I'm a spiritual coach. I do that when I'm not on the air here most of the time. I'm on the telephone or on Facebook or on you know Messenger, uh, and I'm talking to people, coaching people almost every day right? Literally. So that's what I do, life coaching and spiritual coaching. And we have a team there that does the same thing. They do reads for people. They teach people how to do that. They give you, we'll give you a platform if you want. We help you uh, to uh, hone your skills and get better at it without any kind of judgment uh, at all. Uh, and you guys can then um, go there. And so here's that link. And I'm also going to be doing shows that are going to be exclusively live there. I might do them live on Orion Rising and on YouTube as well. I haven't made that decision yet. I can. Like right now, I'm live there. So I may do that in the future. But either way, here's the link for those of you. If you want to join the spiritual group, um, you should. Uh, and there's a couple of links there to other spiritual groups as well that are higher level. And then there's a couple that you only get invited to because um, some people think they're woke when they're not really woke. And that fake wokeness that's going around in the world right now, um, because there shouldn't be any ego battles going on with anyone. If there is, it's because you got stuck in your ego. Uh, and we try to keep people out of that. And so we have a, a group that we only allow people in that can most of the time uh, keep themselves out of an egoic thought process. And when they are, they don't go blah in that group. They go, oh, oh, I'm ego today. I have a lot of ego going on. I better back off and stay out of that group and not post there. So there is no fights. None of that's tolerated. When someone comes in and goes, you're not, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're talking about. That person gets kicked out, right? No, you shouldn't be showing up to a place where everybody's awake and judging people there because if you're awake, you're not judging. <laughs> Do you understand that? So anybody that shows up and, and, and it's easy to figure out without judging someone if they're bullshit. When everybody's awake, everybody knows when someone's not when they're trying to be, okay? And it doesn't have anything to do with them judging someone. It becomes very obvious. When you're above the egoic thought process and the, and the mind, and you can move into that place, you see how childish ego is. So when ego tries to work you and pretend that it is something it's not, you you when you're in that vibration... It is so obvious that's like closing your eyes and seeing darkness. You know it's there every time you close your eyes. It's the same thing when you're in a vibratory place that you are you have that you're above that place of being you know held down by the ego, the external ego, all the egos that are out there that are created to keep us away from that crap. 
You can't see it yet? You're, okay, so it must be because uh, where did you get the link from, Tony? Did you grab the link from my uh, personal page or did you grab You must have, right? Or somebody shared it. That that might be why. Because if you can't see what I just posted. Actually, it didn't come through here, did it? I have to post it there. You're right. Hold on then. You're right because I put it there and it's only showing on the YouTube channel, isn't it? I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Let me go. Let me go back to my personal uh, page and I'll drop it there, okay? Like I did a second ago. Now, I did it there, didn't I? Yeah, but I didn't do it here. Let me see. That should come through now uh, over there for you guys. There it is. So you should be able to see that, Tony, right? Yeah, right. That's the struggles of technology. The YouTube link. Oh, you can't see that because it's on the YouTube channel, isn't it? Hold on, man. Let me go back to YouTube and get it and post it there. I thought I posted it there and I thought it was up. Um, uh, let me see if it is, Omar, if it's in the chat here. No, I posted it from YouTube because when I went to the channel, remember I told you it held me on YouTube for some reason? Hold, please. Let me get that again, bro. I have to re-log in because I had to close it out because it wouldn't let me copy and paste the URL said I was still in YouTube. So I had to close the window so that it would say that I was in um, uh, Ancient Aliens worldwide. So now I have to re-log into YouTube, copy and paste the URL, and then go over to Facebook <laughs> and, and, and put it in there. Hold on, all right? Sorry, brother. Yeah, the, the, the rigors of, of freaking technology, right? Okay, here we go. Let me grab it. Good thing you said something, Omar, because I didn't realize that I had screwed that up by not putting it in this chat. Chatamundo, coming right up, brother. Okay, so that should come up. Let me double check here and see, because now I'm in the wrong place. And yes, there it is. So there's the YouTube channel, Omar. I apologize. I put it in there, and it was still showing me in YouTube, but I didn't realize it. It had me post as YouTube on YouTube, even though I was clicked over to the other window. <laughs> Crazy, right? So you should be able to see it now, Omar. It should be right there. It should be say YouTube. And there, he says, bye, everyone. He's going to the YouTube channel. <laughs> All right, Omar. Uh, so yeah, now it's there. I don't understand why it's doing that either. Usually it doesn't. And both chats come right into, the, into here. But it might be because I put it on my personal wallpaper because that's the one that I have listed as first. So it's the primary. I have to remember that. I, I clicked on my name, and then I clicked on uh, uh, here. I did my name. Then I did uh, uh, psychic reading and development. Then I did YouTube. So for whatever reason, it didn't allow the chat to come in here because my personal chat was in first. But then once I switched it over to public, it allowed it. But when I punch it in, in chat in StreamYard, it doesn't go to both. It goes to goes to YouTube only. So I don't know why uh, that's doing that, but it is. So that's kind of poopy, right? There he is. He says, um, oh, better. Here he is. Omar's over on YouTube now. You guys on Facebook probably can't see him. You may or may not be able to see him. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it there. But that's, uh, you know, the time is now. The veil is thinner just like it is in Halloween. The veil is thin. But it's not just the veil between this reality and the dead. It, you know, the spirit world, this is the realities that is the temporal war that is the Hopi rock legend, that is the choice that we're supposed to make and that have been nefariously kept from this population. The people on this planet having graduated from here 
in I know for sure 75,000 years, but I'm told more than 125,000 years, possibly longer than that. Okay. And now that time is over. The devil has run his course. The devil was unleashed on the planet for a time that was written in the, in the dusty old tome uh, that was, that was created 3000 years ago. Okay. So they even knew about it then it was really over then too, but the problem was it's taken the society and the world to come back towards the light, to get to the understanding. Do you understand? So the truth is, all 12 times the Jesus factor happened, and I say that only because the last one was called Jesus, but it was the same soul, the same spirit, the same contact. All 12 times that that has occurred in the history of the planet that we know of, okay, going back like 100,000, 120,000 years, it was the same story. And the story was, it's already over, you just don't know it. Because we had swung, the pendulum had swung so far away from the light. That's why so many people were murdering everybody. And it was this darkness and the, right? This is why we had the dark ages in Europe. And the Renaissance was the, the start of the return to the light. The age of Aquarius is the return to the light. You understand? So Bakhtun 12, which was the devil running its course for a time. And if you look at that, that cycle was 3,200 and whatever years. How many is it, Omar? I think he knows. I think he can spout it offhand, right? Either that or Peter can. Somebody I know that's in this crowd can tell me what how long the cycle was of the Mayan calendar, 3,000 and some odd years. That was Bakhtun 12. That was the time of tribulation. Do you understand? All of that time was the time of tribulation. That was, that was uh, you know, uh, Ragnarok. That All of that was now, was happening. So when people were saying, you know, the judgment is now, it's true, it was happening, but we just hadn't gotten to the changeover of the cycle. So because of that, we were stuck here and uh, and now they can't stop it because now they're no longer, they can't be in charge. Their, their existence does not go past this point. Do you understand? So it's only the choice of humans now that are keeping anyone nefarious. The evil that was created to do its job did its job and is done. 2,160 years. I think that's close. I thought it was 2,261 or something close to that too. So it was very close. Omar and I are right within a couple hundred years of of the, I didn't look it up, but it's, we're right there. He might be right. So somewhere close to that. So if you think about that, that was Bakhtun 12. That was the time of tribulation. That's why Jesus was coming all these times. There were all these saviors, right? And yeah, look at when you break that down, 21,160. Look up what those numbers mean. He separated it. 21160. Uh, look up with that stuff and why that's important. Right? So, and even if you just look at it and say 21, like the mirror image is 12, <laughs> right? And one with the six, right? Seven, right? I'm just saying, <laughs> right? So just, you know, uh, look at that. But this is now it's going to be easier. So going forward, there's going to be a lot of changes. So you're going to see the death rolls of the evil that is the evil empire that's here, the powers that should not be. They're going to get hideously evil because they're going to start destroying everything in their wake. Okay? Because they that's all they can do is destroy. They can't create. And they're like children. They're children throwing a temper tantrum now because we can't be stopped anymore. Do you understand? So we are on the precipice of popping through, break on through to the other side. The Doors sang that song. 
right? Think about that. All the songs, all the stories, everything that people were telling us about being caught, right? There are three, Omar says there's three, there's three of them, the, the short cycle, the middle cycle, and the long cycle, the three, the three count. Think about that now, guys, right? The number three, again, and there's three times three, right? If you're Wiccan, Pagan, Druid, you understand three times three. You understand what the threes are. That's in your religion. It's in your nature. They understand the green man. You guys understand the three, the six, the nine more than Christianity. More than this Western indoctrination uh, of Judeo-Western, Judeo-Christian uh, indoctrination or doctrine. It's still the same. One is the thing and the other one is what it does. One is the doctrine and the other one is indoctrination because they pull you into their doctrine. Do you understand what they want you to know? But so if you're European, you have a background more than likely unless your parents never taught you anything besides Christianity in, in one way. If you're in Middle Eastern or Eastern philosophic thought, you understand the three, six, and nine uh, just as much as the as the Vikings of, of Europe do. It was the, the nefarious corruption of the Western Judeo-Christian ideology and doctrine that they allowed to become the number one, the number one, two, and three, which is which is the Hebrew religion, the Christian religion, and the Muslim religion to become the, the forefront because they corrupted them. They're all created from the same religion, which was spawned by uh, the by the one event when Moses got the Ten Commandments from supposed God. All three of those were based on that and the Exodus and everything from there. Do you understand? So that is why they allowed those religions to become and, and everybody have those religions split and have everybody killing each other over the semantics of what you call your God or how your God got here or whether there's a male-female God or a God and a goddess or one God and the woman is shit and nobody but property. All of that is, is, means nothing. It's a distraction. It's the ego. All of that is there to distract you and deflect you from the true path and the true way. But they can't do that anymore. People are still seeing it, and we're all fighting the serpent in the garden. We're all fighting Tiamat the dragon. We're all fighting the dragon of the North Sea. We need to become the Savior character, the Christ character. Do you understand? That's what they were trying to tell us over and over in every doctrine. It is up to you to look within. Jesus said, I will raise this temple to the ground and bring it back up again. He was talking about himself this temple. And he died and resurrected. That was what he was talking about. Not the church, not the synagogue. He didn't say, I will raise the synagogue to the ground. He said temple. They didn't call the synagogues a temple. There was a temple inside. That was the place of worship, was the temple. The church itself, the box, was called a synagogue. We, in Christianity, Christendom, call it a church. Okay? The Muslims still call it a synagogue. But there's a temple that's a place inside the synagogue. He said, I will raise this temple to the ground and, and then raise it back up again. He was talking about his temple. And he was that was also a, a, a parable. He was showing the way of the dark night of the soul ascending into the hell. That is the dark night of the soul, the, the shadow work, and then ascending. He who controls the spice controls the universe. He who can transmute that which is his own darkness can then see the light. 
Do you understand that? That's not Christianity. That's what everybody was trying to teach you. He who can withstand the Kali Yuga can ascend to the light. He who can withstand Fenrir the wolf, Ragnarok, and scare Fenrir the wolf away from the sky will see the light. Who, who is that? He who can fight the dragon of the North Sea. Who's that? Do you understand? Yeah, God is within you, mister. <laughs> God is all around us. God is everywhere. God is everything. God is in the mist. Peter just said that. Right? God is in everything, everyone, every breath you draw. That is the pneuma, spark of life, the breath of God. Every time you inhale, you're inhaling life from the one. Think about that. Every time you speak, if you're speaking the truth, you're speaking the word, the love of God. The word is logos. Logos means love. Do you understand? Unless you're nefarious, and then you're speaking darkness, anger, fear, aggression, ego. That's what that leads to. That's the darkness. But you have to go to the darkness. And we, every, every hero story has the hero ascend or descend into darkness and then rise up after they're beaten down and destroyed and in the hell, whatever place that is in that story that they tell you. Even they do that with the fake wrestling on TV. The hero character gets beaten down and stomped on and he's about to be, oh no, the evil's going to win. And then guess what happens? All of the people chant and pray to him, rise up. And then he comes back and he uses the energy of all of your prayers. You don't know that's what's happening, but that's what's happening before you. And because that parody is happening, you then rise your vibration even more, and it builds into this crescendo in the audience. And that's why they do it. Vince McMahon tells the story in real life of what he's doing in that ring. He's reenacting the, the ascension or the descension into hell of Christ and the ascension from that to the light every single night in every single battle and the crowd falls for it and goes right into it. And when they leave, they have this power and this belief, right? And this jubilee about themselves, not knowing that it's because they just saw a parable of the Christ, which is what we're going through. We have to become the Savior. We are the Savior we're waiting for. We are the Christ we're waiting for. Jesus is not going to return. He already came. There's no reason for him to be here. We just have to accept what happened by all of these characters. Muhammad did the same. Muhammad is not returning. He already came. Do you understand? Muhammad already came and then sacrificed himself and went to heaven. He showed us the way. You don't have to die and be beaten down like Jesus. That was what Muhammad was showing. You don't have to die. Jesus did that already for us. We don't have to die to ascend to heaven because it was done already. And that was, the, that was what Muhammad was trying to tell us. Do you understand? So all of these figures and all of these religions behind the nefariousness that was tried to be painted over their story is the story of what they were doing and why.
No one had to die except for the one true Savior. And that's the creation, the creator. Do you understand? After that, we just have to accept it. That's the way. We just have to do it. Transmute that power, that light, that love within us. That spice, the spark. He who controls the spark controls the universe. He who controls the spice controls the universe. He who controls love controls the creation. 3, 6, 9, 12. Do you understand? The creation. He who controls that controls the universe. And you can't control it. That's the problem. It's not to be controlled. It's to be experienced. And nefarious egoness only can control. So they think that you have to control a thing to be the thing. And that's not the truth. You have to witness a thing to be a thing. You have to love a thing to be a thing. So if you're going to be a being, a human being, you have to have light and love. That's why people say, have a love and light. They're not just saying that. Peace be with you. And also you. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Do you understand? Those words mean the same. They mean the same words. They are the same words, spoken in a different language. Right? Peace be upon you, and also you. That is what that translates to. Do you understand that? Okay. So now that I've gone on for half an hour, I was only going to leave at 6, but 6.30 is good. I love you guys. You guys all know that. Share this out. Share this information out. I'm not the only one who's telling you this. It's not something that I just figured out and that I own. It's not. They're talking about it all over. On Wednesday, a person said, what's with the 18th of April? And I, and I was like, hold on, let me look it up. Oh, that's the, that's the full moon. That's the, that's the gate opening, and it's actually the 16th. And the, now they're saying the 18th because I said that in the beginning. Whenever they have a date where the full moon is supposed to be, it's usually uh, a couple of days past that. And that's because it waxes, and it, and it takes a while to wane. So it is full for almost 48 hours from its apex, or in the middle of the apex, 24 to 24 so the 16th through the 18th is the apex of this full moon, and that is the opening and the beginning of Bakhtun 13. Do you understand that? And that's because now we just passed the beginning of the cycle of this world. Do you understand? The last full moon was the beginning of this world's year cycle. This full moon is the beginning of the calendar because before that, we were in that space in between from the end which ended in December, which is not the end of the regular calendar, but begins in this part of the year, in March. So this is the second full moon of the new year, which starts the new welcome to the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Do you understand? So that's this that's this day, if you're already on that place of the, and it was most of the planets already past midnight, <laughs> right? Except for the United States and Canada and South America. We're the only ones that's not into tomorrow already, <laughs> right? Actually, England is close too. You guys are up there. All right, guys. I love you. Have a great uh, weekend. If you're a uh, Catholic or Christian, this is Good Friday uh, and Sunday is Easter. I'm, I, I don't celebrate that anymore. 
uh, when a friend of mine asked me what I was doing for Easter, I said nothing. Jesus didn't really wasn't really resurrected then. He didn't really die on today on Friday. That's just for the church change to get all of us that were Vikings and underneath their wing and into their church. And so they changed it. But that's not important. The dates aren't important. That's why I, I tell I tell people it's not that important. The dates aren't important. It's what the cyclical nature of not just this planet, but recognizing the cyclical nature of this planet and our solar system and this universe helps you to understand the cyclical nature of the universal mind that is. Okay. That's why they try to keep our past from us. Not just the knowledge that we were something other than we are now, but they don't want us to understand how the world works, how any of this works. They, don't, they want us oblivious to it and just worship the sun every day. And then it comes up. Yay, we have light. That's part of it. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you guys. Have a great day. Happy Easter to anybody who's Christian. Uh, and uh, may your God go with you, right? Um, and keep your God in your heart because that's where your heart chakra, that's the creation. Love. Love yourself. Love everyone else. Have a great weekend. Have, I'll see you guys next time.